Alright, so are we going to build some worlds? I would love to build some worlds. Hey, welcome to Mark Experience. I am Arthur. I'm AJ. I'm Kara. I'm Scott. I'm Thomas. I'd like to thank our intrepid producer, Lonnie, who is uh, in the booth, metaphorically. Exec Pro um, LTO! Yeah. <laughs> um, who will be cutting all the awkward silences out of that introduction that we just did. Problem solved. <laughs> but you've got to keep, like, me shouting her out in, because, like, if there's anything, like, rap has taught me, it's like, you've always got to shout out the producer. Absolutely. Yep. That's the only thing that rap has taught me. You have not been listening. Yeah. <laughs> that's part of the problem. Um, all right. So... Today we're going to be doing our world building, getting sort of our heads around the setting that we're generating for our first game as a group, uh, where we're going to be doing a game of Blades in the Dark, um, but with a fully customized setting that we're going to put together ourselves right here on mic for your listening pleasure. And we're going to get started by kind of going over some of the big picture stuff about the world, um, and... All this stuff will end up being available in some sort of visual form, probably linked in the episode description. So, um, here's what I've kind of been thinking through. We want to have a, a story, a Blades in the Dark style sort of fantastic crime story. Um, but rather than setting it in the late 19th century inspired, very dark, steampunky Dosk Wall as sort of provided in the source book, we're building out our own thing. We're building out something called the Enclave, which is a pocket of a modern city in which the magical creatures of folklore and fairy tale are well and truly represented. A place that they can call home, but a place that's packed to the gills, fit to burst, but that no one can really leave safely. But that's really all that I think we've kind of come up with as a group so far. And that's kind of what we're going to flesh out today. Here's the first thing. I think that the Enclave is a chunk of a larger city that sort of exists within that city and then has kind of spread out underneath that city as well. And like, like we're looking at this map right now and there's this great like black outline around everything. Mm -hmm. And I want to th say that that black outline isn't like a literal wall. I, I think it's almost more interesting if it's just like this is the boundary across which we cannot go because if we go across this boundary, we'll be found out. So, quick question. Mm, yeah. If, so, if that black line, um, which, which I'm reading, is the literal boundary past which we cannot go, why are, like, who builds the buildings outside? Are there other people who can leave? I, so, I think that it's probably that normal people, normal humans live in the city that surrounds the enclave. And is the normal city underground as well? No, I, I so I, I think I also have, I'm interested in this being like an above ground place that's just integrated into the into the overall city. Okay, I have a couple of ideas for how that could work, like in the fiction. Um, but like, I I like the idea, you know, Harry Potter. You got Diagon Alley and this kind of other little bit of wizarding world in the middle of London. You walk in th through a pub that none of the Muggles ever go into, and then you walk down behind it down an alley, and then suddenly you're in the wizarding side of town. Um, and I like the idea that there's, like, a whole magical part of this city that normal humans are walking through as though it's nothing. And then, but then, like, outside of that, the magical folk, you know, become much more obvious somehow. Hmm. But then, on top of that, like, it's a modern city. I think that we want to play a little bit with the modern city part of it as well. And I think one of the ways we're going to do that is with, like, subway systems and that sort of thing. Underground spaces that let you, that you can use to traverse the wider city. 
but I don't, uh, you know, I don't know exactly what we want to do with that. So does anyone have like thoughts? Uh, well, I guess we've, we've talked about before as well of like the actual, um, city above slash is like, you know, you, you've saw that you, you want to lean into it being like, uh, sort of like fictionalized version of like Boston. I was just yeah. wondering, like, is that something we're going to be like, explicit with or no, is that something I, I think, that's more just like inspiring it yeah for me boston is a touchstone because i basically live there but the but i actually like the idea that it's just a generic city it's somewhere yeah. it's somewhere on the coast probably on the atlantic coast but the it could layout be, it definitely could be, looks boston-esque yeah uh, it Streets just happens to have the a place. very boston-esque landmass and landscape but yeah. um yeah like I, I it could just as easily be somewhere in france um on the mediterranean sea or you know, in Greece or in Korea. Um, so I mean, I think I think we'll end up Americanizing this a little bit just because we're mostly American. Sorry, AJ. Um, that's okay. I have a <laughs> don't, don't apologize to me. <laughs> I, I have a pretty fundamental question. I think that yeah, I want to raise about this out. So something that I'm pretty unclear about is you said so. There's there's sections of this world um, that are sort of mystical and maybe um like when when normal human smuggles walk through mm-hmm. um they don't re- they pass through it without reali- like you know Di- yeah. diagon alley ask so do mm-hmm. we want do we want to go that route where like there's sort of a hidden mystical undercurrent or do we want it to be maybe everybody in the city is actually Sort of aware of the mystical elements of the system uh, of the of the city and just sort of passively accepts them. Because yeah. I'm just thinking, like, if we have this city, just have all these secret enclaves. Uh, like, the first step would be to decide, like, what are those enclaves and which parts of the city can we reveal ourselves in and which which we can't. I I feel like it's got to be somewhere sort of in between, where like I feel like from what we've talked about with like themes and that that we want to go for i do think that it has to be like uh in general if you're in like the city where like human beings live like you can't like you you have to blend in in order to be able to be there but like i think it's impossible it's like almost unrealistic to say that no one would notice or no one would have any clue so like there would be i think there'd be some people who've got like either like some knowledge whether that was, like, real knowledge or stuff they'd made up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, I think that we should land somewhere in the middle there, where mm-hmm. people, the people of the wider city know that, oh, no, there's that old, there's old Crescent here in Crescent City, which is, incidentally, the name that I've come up with because it kind of looks like Crescent on the map. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, here in Crescent City, you know, there's this kind of, like, weird vibe, but, hey, you know, it, it's fine. You know, don't go to old Crescent, really, uh, after dark, it's... It, there's like all this weird shit happening down there. I hear there's like a serial killer wandering around the alleyways and whatnot. Um, okay. But also there's like a really good bar, you know, maybe over by the harbor. Um, like I, I almost want it to be like a everyone agrees not to acknowledge the fact that there's something weird happening there to the point where like no one really believes in it, even though everyone knows it. Maybe. Well, maybe maybe what it is is like there's definitely a segment of the city which are are sort of like true believers like people who who really believe in this mystical element but maybe mm-hmm. they, they can't explain it or they get it all wrong and they come mm-hmm. across to other people as maybe a li- 
like wacko, like mm-hmm. whack jobs, like the people um, you would expect to believe in, like um, aliens visiting the earth or uh, sure. apologies so like to our, our true alien uh, believer listeners. Yeah. But, um, and then I think the other part of that, which I might want to introduce is maybe like the government of the city or, or the people who are really like in charge of things in the city actually are very aware mm. of the, mystical undercurrent of this city and what's going on and they're very much interested in keeping it a secret from yeah i think that makes sense i think population i think the government the government in the enclave and the government of the city itself probably are like aware of each other and work together the enclave like government and maybe the reason why you don't you don't go past the black wall is that it's that that's just the law you if you go past the black wall Mm. then you call attention to the fact that your ears are pointy or that you have you know, sparks running through your beard or whatever it is that's magical about you. Um, so can I ask to clarify with the, with this map that we're looking at? Mm-hmm. Um, the black wall, is that like, so is everything within this black wall essentially a neighborhood of the larger city or is this the park or is this the enclave like as it exists yeah. in terms of like in general and only some of those places are above ground? All right. So I, yeah, I think that the black wall is like... Within the black wall is the neighborhood. And then, like, we don't see it on the map. It's just white space. But I think that the rest of that, that, like, you could fill in the rest of that with a real city that the Enclave is just sort of smack dab in the middle of. And the wall, I don't think, is, like, a literal thing. Like, I don't think there's a visible thing. I I, I think there's a border that everyone knows not to cross. Um, And then that border just takes you into the financial district or, you know, the, the, the theater district or whatever it happens to be. Um, or the docks or whatever since yeah, it's near the coast. Exactly. Like definitely there's there's like part of the docks are part of the are part of the enclave. And then the rest of the docks are just the docks. So you know maybe from the shore you'll see like an old tiny pirate ship looking wooden vessel floating into the <laughs> into the bit of the harbor and, and it's like, oh that's weird. I wonder where it's going, and then you don't think about it anymore. So do you think maybe the reason the the government of this city is is really interested in in keeping this mystical segment of the city a secret um is because maybe many many years in the past um when this city was first being established uh people did find out about these these mystical creatures or elements and they um feared and misunderstood them or or both sides feared and misunderstood each other uh and it it sort of resulted in a, a conflict which ended up causing a lot of damage and harm um and so ever since then like these organizations have propped up and sort of had a a tacit understanding that yeah. you know if you stay within these borders and confines and don't cause any trouble we won't interfere with your community yeah i think i like that and i actually want to go one step further with it like, maybe the fact that there's all this magic concentrated in the middle of the city happens to have, like, a really positive effect for the rest of the city. Maybe the city is, like, in the best economic times of its existence, and it has been for the last century, ever since the Enclave was established. Maybe all this yeah, magic it, in the middle is translated into just the best food in the best well, restaurants well, and the best I want to take that be- even a step further. Hold on. Okay. And I, I want to <laughs> say, like, maybe there's some, like, resource right or some mm-hmm. some magical byproduct that can only be created because of this magical epicenter um like like I, i'm thinking sort of um in the dune universe it's it's not a magical thing but there's this spice, spice mm. yeah as a drug and it's like this resource that becomes incredibly 
uh, valuable across the universe that can only be mined in specific places. I've got I've got an idea about what that could be. Yeah. But before I talk about that, can I quickly just go back to like just something quickly? Mm-hmm. Sure. Like you were talking about, like maybe like in the past there was this conflict between like our world and the human world type thing, or the regular world. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. I sort of prefer the idea that like. Th- the closest there's ever been to open conflict is like maybe a, f- a few, a couple of hundred years ago, there were like witch hunts. But like outside yeah, of that, mm. there, there wasn't like, there wasn't like an us versus them explicitly in the open, right. except for like when that came about, sort of thing. I like the idea of there being sort of like a, a co- not a cold war, but like sort of a cold relationship between yeah. the two groups. Like they don't explicit like like they tolerate each other for mutual benefit but they're they don't exactly like each other yeah and yeah like there's probably two arms of government like in the enclave where mm-hmm. like one is about like actually managing the enclave and one is about managing relationships with mm-hmm. the rest of the city all right well that sounds to me like the first thing that we're going to want to put into our factions list um no, so no. we've got a factions <laughs> list um which you can all access by going into your journal and then selecting factions under characters. Um, and, oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, so we've got sort of a foreign policy kind of government and a, and a, and a city management kind of government. So I'm going to call, let's see, city manager, I think is a perfectly good name for the first, or for the, you know, internal stuff. So I'm going to add that. Um, and then what's the sec, what, what do we want to call the sort of like managing the relationships with the, with the world, the human world part of it? <laughs> human resources, resources? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's called human resources that is perfect sure okay yeah i hate nice. you <laughs> yep. yep 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 all right cool uh the ministry of human resources and the ministry of city management um, <laughs> are, we, are we are we are we going full ministry? I mean, they don't have to be called ministry. Um, all right, cool. So we got so we got two factions in there. We're going to fill up that whole list with a whole bunch of stuff over the course of this recording. So get excited. Um, nice. All right, so nice. so here's where we are so far. Just to summarize, the enclave exists within and with the permission of a larger city. We're calling it Crescent City, um, and. Because the Enclave exists here, Crescent City is a very prosperous place, maybe the most prosperous place in the whole country, maybe even further than that. Um, even though the actual residents, residents of Crescent City don't really acknowledge why they're so successful, I think they still do more vaguely know that Old Crescent is kind of like a very special, very different place, um, even though they can't quite put their finger on why. Um now, within, within Old Crescent, which is what we're calling the Enclave, the magical creatures that make their home there have their own kind of ecosystem, their own world. And I don't think it is as positive. I think because we're playing Blades in the Dark, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff with scoundrels and crime and with different factions all vying for control and doing so via maybe, violence. Maybe uh, the magical creatures are a little bit oppressed, too. Oh, they definitely are. They're oppressed yeah. not only because they've got a government that is like made them subservient to the interests of the city at large, but also because the power structures just keep on growing up in a very limited space. Um, and naturally the more people you get in one place, the more oppression there's going to be from the ones with power and space for themselves and the ones without. So I have an idea about what the black line is um, on the map. I think that 
like one of the aesthetics that I'm really interested in for this show is like kind of a different is is kind of a very real change from like the 21st century city on the outside to like this much older, more Byzantine city on the inside. Um, mm. And I think the thing that marks Ooh. that change, uh, go for it, AJ. I was gonna say like it could be like if like I I raised the idea of like with, like there could have been witch hunts or something in the past, but like. You know, say there was, like, these events, like, a couple of hundred years ago in which, like, our history intersected with human history in a major way, then it could sort of be, like, uh, you know, like, you'll go to some cities or some towns and then there's just, like, a part of it that's just, like, kept as if it's, like, all old-timey. Yeah. Because it's, it's, like, really leaning into the, oh, there's historical value here, Mm -hmm. pay £20 for a cup of coffee at this special yeah. like place get where a wristband person, and get know, on like... the hop on hop off hop off double decker bus all day yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you go to like an old european city and like go to a random cafe or like an old section of a city like you can google it and chances are it'll be historic yeah yeah so like, I, I, what if it's like say the way like which ones yeah like obviously i don't i'm not familiar with like the actual, like, Salem in America, but from what I've seen, like, they still do that whole, like, leaning into old-timey stuff. I know that in, like, uh, Stratford-upon-Avon, where Shakespeare mm-hmm. was born, they, they have, like, yeah. they have, like, people in period costume just in the streets yeah. all day. So, Tom, you've been to Salem multiple times? Yeah, Salem, so, around Halloween, they get really into the whole, like, occult and witch thing, which is really funny, um, but... And it's really fun. They have, like, really fun Halloween celebrations. But other than that, it's, like, I don't know, it's a pretty modern town. Yeah. It's, like, up and coming right now. There's, like, a lot okay. of trendy hipster people live in there. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, I guess, I've, like, my only exposure to it is, like, fruit TV and media yeah. and stuff where, like, and as it's usually depicted on that is, like, they'll be at a segment where it's, like, clearly mm-hmm. de- dedicated to, like, recreating old stuff. Salem's actually a pretty nice place now. Yeah, if we can do like a little bit nice. of both, I feel like, you know, maybe this is like a, um, this is definitely going to be a very aesthetically different space than the rest of the city. And I like the idea that most of the people come through it, like, ogle at the beautiful old wrought iron work and the, the brick and whatnot. But don't really think about how weird it is that there are all these runes everywhere. What are those runes about, honey? Well, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's actually kind of like Salem, where there's a whole mythology about the place, but everybody kind of thinks it's superstition. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the witch thing in Salem. So, But in, in this city, the superstition is, is real. Um, but most people just don't know it. And that's how mm-hmm. they explain the runes and stuff like yeah. that. Like some kind of ancient. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, pro- it's probably one of those things where it's like, there are people who are really openly like into the supernatural and stuff and mm-hmm. people are like, oh, they're just like they're just like chills, like they're just putting this on to make money out of it or type of thing. And like there probably are people who are genuinely doing that. But then there's all these other people who are just like, no, yeah, that's Yeah, that's how it works. In a magic place. I, I mean, my gran- <laughs> my grandmother, you know, at one point had a tryst with a with a quark and or a, a you know, grumpkin or whatever. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, cool. So anyway, this black line, I think, represents the moment where the architecture really changes. And I think the the thing that's special about it is that that's where the street lamps start. Um, I really love Ooh. those old gas street lamps as a look. And I think that maybe that, like, style of, you know, big iron pillar with, a, with an eerie, almost ghostly light from it might be also the thing that keeps it relatively hidden. 
Um, I think that once you leave the border, once you're no longer in the light of those street lamps and you're in sunlight or moonlight, you're, you know, you're under the sky, you know, your glamour starts to fade. You start to become more unworldly, otherworldly, more ethereal, more supernatural, whatever it happens to be for you. And anything that would ordinarily disguise you from the, mm-hmm. from the watchful eyes of the humans begins to slip away as soon as you're no longer in the light. And that's the thing that keeps you within the borders. It's well, that. That's- this is something we've definitely got to talk about now because you've just you've just mentioned uh, like glamour mm-hmm. being a thing, glamours. Mm-hmm. So I think this like is a sort of like segue into a whole other conversation now about like um, you know like obviously this can be a does it out if this isn't something you want explicitly said in this. Thing, no, go for it. it. Let's but, go. Like when we've t- when we when we've talked about uh, you've talked about like the- themes of the game. It's been like. Um, yeah, you said, like, existing in hostile spaces and, like, the privilege of being overlookable and stuff like that being things. So then I feel like part of the oppression or, like, part of, like, the struggle that people in general are feeling in, in, I nearly called it Duskfall, in, in Old Crescent has got to be, like, like, not to get too Wolf Among Us, but, mm-hmm. like, there's gotta be, like, a shortage of glamours or something. Like, that's gotta, that's gotta come into it, because, I like... I think what it is, is when you're within the border, you sort of get a natural glamour around you, something that makes you seem more human to humans, even though maybe as, you know, magical creatures, you don't perceive it. And I think that the further you are from that border, the more it starts to fade. So you're overlookable when you're within your own space, but as soon as you leave your space, suddenly you stick out like a, th- a sore thumb. Uh, so it's more of a it's more of a subliminal thing, or if someone took a picture mm. of us within there, would they see our real self? I think if they took if someone took like a picture of you with like a a modern digital camera, they get a total what they get what they perceive. You know, they see okay. you know people wearing maybe kind of a ratty t shirt occasionally. If they take a picture with like a really old school film camera, maybe the older you get and the less like technological you get with your camera, the closer you get to the reality. You know, maybe the guy in the ratty t shirt. Mm-hmm actually has you know is wrapped in rags because he's a ghost and this is how he died uh whatever it happens to be nice so so this but so this is a fully like magical border then as well and like glamour isn't just like something you have or something you take or something you use it's an aspect of the city i think that uh, to me that is going to be the easiest thing to work with as far as like Mm. telling cool crime fiction in that space but i also think that it, it opens us up to the ability to leave the city as a way to get around you know, to move into human spaces and do something there. Um, cause you'll notice that there are spaces. Oh, oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna, I was gonna say, like, if it's like the sort of thing where it's like the city is itself glamoured, then it might be a cool idea if there's like, if those like other glamours of like something you use or something you take is actually like a secondary thing, mm-hmm. which you would use to stay disguised outside the border. Exactly. And yeah. like, that's the thing that's mm. really hard to get hold of. That might not have anything to do with what we end up doing in it, but like, I definitely feel like there's probably a gang or something yeah, that, that has them. Yeah. Or like, there's like mm-hmm. the part, like they're really hard to get a hold of. Like you need to get a, like a permit like from the government or something yeah. to have it like used within this specific time period mm-hmm. on this specific day and you have to have all this good reason yeah. and evidence suggesting why you yeah. should be able to use it. I'm, I'm going out to to go and get the milk shipment so I'm going to need a glamour so I can drive the truck whatever it happens to be and, and <laughs> but then also I can buy my you know my illicit glamour that, that doesn't quite work or maybe it works pretty well because I really want to go to a party that a human friend of a friend is throwing 
you know, mm. out in the sticks. Or do you know what? I've had enough of this city. I want to leave this city, even though, as far as I know, there might not be another city that has this yeah. magical protection. Yeah. Or I just want to go on, like, a trip. I just want to be out of the city for, like, ten minutes. What's the worst thing that happen? I've never seen the Grand Canyon. Yeah. I've never seen the Grand Canyon. <laughs> That's more than ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Cool. Um, but then the other thing is, you'll notice on the map, there's some, like, parts of the city as written that are outside of it. And I think that that's probably, like, a place where people d- who should be in the Enclave have kind of spread into because the city is bursting at the seams. Is there a population crisis? Mm. Oh, definitely. I think that this place is packed. I mean, you can see, like, the disparity of, of like, buildings on this map. Um, some of them are huge. Some of them are tiny. Um and like, I think that even given all the buildings that we can see here, it's we've far outgrown what actually f- like really fits. Um, sure, maybe not far outgrown. Maybe it's just like it's it's bursting at the seams, but it hasn't burst yet. And part of the reason why is that people have moved out. Like, I'll bet that some of these these out these um, outgoing streets are actually subways, and people have just made little little side cities in the subway system. You know, maybe maybe you're a subterranean supernatural creature. And burrowing comes naturally, so you've made a little warren where the red line would ordinarily be stopping. Right. Um, so, question. Is this sort of concept of, of glamour, mm-hmm. right, would you say that that links into sort of the special resource that uh, the sort of mystical elements of the city provide to mm. the humans. I think that the link. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. talking about before when I when I when I before I went because, on the yeah. side track. But yeah, I think the link between the whatever it is that's special about the magic here and the glamour is that, like, in order to sustain this illusion, they're tapping into that magic that they're also using to justify their continued presence here. Um, because, like right. it or not, so, they have to justify. But, but what is what is it about that magic? The, the glamour that's valuable to the humans. So I think it might be as simple as it's just luck. You know, this is a, this is a lucky city. It's, it's a blessed city. There's something about living in this city that just makes everything you try go a little bit better. That when you take a chance on something, you know, it's going to succeed. It's going to, you're going to learn something from it. You're going to end up benefiting from it. Like, I almost think that Crescent City as a whole is a really good place. Like, it's a great place to be a human. Uh, There's a disproportionate amount of lottery winners from Crescent City. Oh, absolutely! In fact, in fact, to the to the point where they actually have banned it within the city limits because the state can't afford the continued payouts. You have to like drive to a gas station that's outside of the reach before the luck, so that the luck wears off enough. So, uh, it, so is the gla- is glamour like a haze, or is it like a li- something that could be distilled into a liquid? It's like I feel like glamour is almost like I. I almost like the idea of in universe it, it being sort of a physical representation yeah. of of what we know colloquially as luck. Sure. So I think glamour is is a little separate from that. Like I think that the glamour is a particular byproduct of the magic here. You know, we're using like glamour here just means something that disguises you or makes you look like something you are not. Um, sort of the traditional fantasy definition of glamour. But then I think mm. on, I think the glamour comes from like an actual magic here, which manifests to the rest of the city as being luck or you know fortune or like you know just enhanced longevity, better focus, whatever it happens to be. Um, and I think that that magic, which creates yeah. the glamour and creates the luck, is the resource that this city uses. And that gi- that gives like the actual city government sort of motivation for like trying to keep us here yeah. as well, because they don't know whether we're here because it's magic or whether it's magic here because we're here. Exactly, they can't afford yeah. for this to go away. So they 
they know it's awesome here, but they're not sure. Yeah. They, they like, yeah. they can't do an experiment on it. Like they, they can't, it's like the goose who laid golden eggs. You know, if you, if you do anything to that goose that makes it stop laying, then you've, then you've shot yourself in the foot. But I still have, I still have the question of whether this, this luck sort of has uh, a physical manifestation or even mm. just like a, a conceptual manifestation. Yeah. No, well, so the book, the original, the original blade setting has this substance called electroplasm, which is sort of an electro, an, uh, sort of an ectoplasm plus electricity fluid. Um, and I think we're mm-hmm. probably going to have that be our like distilled form of the magical resource that we have access to. Um, cool. You know, I think that there's definitely a physical, like you can get a bottle of the stuff. Um, and are we just going to call it electroplasm? I, th- I think, I think we might as well, you know, we're, we're using yeah. blades here and blades is written we can, with electroplasm we can call in it mind. Plasma or something. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, ele- electroplasm makes sense to me. Um, cool. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, John Harper. Um, <laughs> who wrote the who wrote the book? Um, great. So I think we've got kind of like a big a big concept of what the setting is at this point. Uh, is there anything else that we want to flesh out before we dive into the people that live here? I think it would be helpful to go into some of the like different races of magical creatures or different yeah. types of magical creatures, I guess. Yeah, let's start talking yeah. about that. I think Sorry, I was just going to say I'm conscious I've been speaking a lot. So yeah. no, no, no. Say, would it would it would, would it be a good idea for us to just sort of like go round and like pitch something or like oh, like yeah. try or like try and come up with a detail each? Let's do that. Let's like let's that. let's do round robin details. That sounds great. Um Yep. Let's let's do some pitches. So let, let's just set some like not ground rules but like expectations. Pitch a detail, a, a place, a group, a faction, a race, whatever it is that you think is interesting, and then let's talk about it. Oh, okay. Um, huh, let's see. Uh, a group or race of people. Let's see. Well, I'm more interested in like where all this water is. Mm-hmm. Um, can you uh, ping on the map just so oh, we can all ping see? on the map? Yeah. Uh, I think more or less this area. Okay, yeah, so kind of by the docks to the east. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a question, though. If we're underground, is that just underground water? So, no, or I, don't th- like I think that this is all above-ground space. Like, I, I think we, we should okay. ditch the underground part, at least for the stuff inside the, the line. Um, and just make that be, like, an above-ground space that everyone is... That's just integrated into the city. I like underground spaces. I think that... Oh, there are definitely going to be underground we can, spaces, we too. We can still have yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> there will be both. Mm-hmm. Inevitably. <laughs> uh, I was thinking that that'd be more like uh, seafaring type creatures that might be there. Mm-hmm. Like mermaids, kelpies, things like that. Ooh, are there mermaids Ooh. in the harbor? Yes. Definitely <laughs> mermaids in the harbor. Probably the river, too. <laughs> yes. What do mermaids look like to outsiders influenced by the glamour? Do they look like fish or people swimming? Manatees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> th- <laughs> Can they actually, though? Yeah, the Crescent Harbor manatee. It's like a weird indigenous species of the area, you know, way further north than their usual habitat. But they're just, yeah, we all like them. And they're protected. They're a protected species. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't, you stay out of the water. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and there's some weird reports of people wandering to the harbor, blazed out of their mind on electro uh, plasm, <laughs> just seeing mermaids in the harbor, and everybody just thinks they're, you know, having an experience. All right, <laughs> cool. Yeah, so there totally should be mermaids. Can mermaids get up on land too, or do they hang out in the water exclusively? Um, I know kelpies can get out of the water. Okay. 
Yeah, Kelpies can do that full, like, oh, I'm a man now mm. thing. Like, <laughs> Oh, is that what they call those merfolk who turn into normal-looking people on land? The Kelpie is, like, the horse one mm-hmm. that, like, it, 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 like, comes up to you, like, as a horse, but then, but, and, like, it can stretch so that, like, any amount of people can get on it, but, like, once you get on it, your hands stick to it and you can't get off, and then it goes into the water and drowns you. Gosh, that is terrifying! <laughs> I thought Kelpius was the name of the cereal from Spongebob. <laughs> yeah, and I bet you thought Lucky Charms was a cereal too, but not in the Enclave. Here it's currency. <laughs> no. I don't think we can do that. Um, uh, only the marshmallows are worth anything, mm-hmm. though. Oh, God. <laughs> cool, so yeah, mermaids. Um, probably there are Kelpies too, but are, are Kelpies like an intelligent thing, or are they like a, more of a monster? What's the... They're intelligent. Okay, cool. They can, yeah. they can, they can, they can, in like the most famous story mm-hmm. about the Kelpie that I know, like he shows up as like the horse limousine, but then also just shows up as a man who's like, "Hey, I'm a prince from a foreign cool. land." Okay, so, so Kelpies can also. So be they're people. they're sort of intelligent and a monster, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but also I think if we're doing this as like, oh, all these like creatures from folklore and stuff are in it, I think we sort of need to have the. At least, like the understanding that, like, oh, like it's mostly monstrous stories that are passed down yeah. because uh, they're the ones that are good mm-hmm, stories. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. it, we can't really just be like, oh yeah, there are kelpies and they'll all drown you, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, So there are kelpies, and they might drown you, but in much the same way that in Boston, a couple of college kids go missing every year during the winter because they go out drinking and never come home, and it's presumed that they fall into the river somewhere along the way. You know, but it, yeah, except it's I, but I, I think the point trying to be made here is that uh, kelpies, not all kelpies are drowning. Yeah. drowners. Oh, for sure. You know, <laughs> right, yeah. right. It, it's like the serial killers among them, or like yeah. the. I mean, you know, they're not inherently. Yeah. And yeah, since we're... there was probably a kelpie who did that, mm-hmm. and like that's why the story is yeah. passed down. Mm-hmm. And like because there's a story, there might be one or two. Like there's probably been some who've done it since, but like that's not a trait of being a kelpie. Yeah. That's just a thing kelpies. Have it's like Jack the Ripper yeah. exists, but we don't assume that everybody from England is a Jack the Ripper. Uh, I do uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's a really good balance to strike as well. Like, yes, these are monstrous creatures from fairy tales. It's like when you go to upstate New York and you assume that everybody has killed somebody together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to know what that's a reference to, because yes. <laughs> it's a reference to upstate New York. It's not just what they do there. Uh, cool. So, yeah, so there are merfolk and kelpies, and they can get up on land, and they can be, you know, fish or manatees or whatever else it happens to be. Do we have anything else we want to know about them or that you would like to share with us? Um, I can't think of anything cool. right now. I just Well, okay, we'll, ha- we'll definitely hash them out in more detail later. And am I correct in saying that you want to play a mermaid or a kelpie or something from the water? Something from the cool. water, yes. Cool, cool, cool. I'm excited. All right, great. In that case, let's jump to the next person in the list, which will be me, AJ. All right, AJ. Did you just say me? Yes, yeah, so me, comma AJ. Oh, me. Your, oh, your that's Discord my name. Thing. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot about oh, that. Gosh. It's I me, AJ. I was I was really confused for a second. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, identity theft is a crime." Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, I know that we we've talked about before. Like, obviously, within like pres- we've sort of. 
at least suspended the whole underground mm-hmm. idea. But I like the idea we we we've talked about off mic of of uh, like liminal spaces throughout the city of like maybe having like this sort of same inherent magic that like old crescent has mm-hmm. in that like so like you were talking about like like sub like the subway routes yeah. like maybe like someone can just tr- chill on on the train and like people won't notice that it's a goblin or whatever yeah. <laughs> like they can just hang out and like they can traverse the city that way without being caught out but obviously if they then leave that liminal mm-hmm. space it's like oh my god you have green skin and, and wings <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, no, I think that's a, that's a really good detail, and I definitely think we will we can do a lot with it. Uh, we've talked talked a little bit about how like the liminal spaces, the subways, the tram lines, whatever it happens to be, um, like there will then be offshoots from them where people from the enclave feel they can safely expand into. Do you have any suggestions around that, or things you'd like to bring up in there, or do we should we just stick with the like there are ways you can traverse the city, but once you've left those ways, you're exposed. Yeah, I like I like that okay because yeah, great. Uh, do we have any questions? Nope. Details? Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, let's keep on uh, going down the list. I think, Scott, what uh, what do you got? The area I'm interested in is up here, this, like, extra walled space. Yeah. Yeah, what's up with that? And I definitely think this is, like, a fortified position of one of the factions. I don't know if it's the city management or human resources mm-hmm. or another one. But I imagine this is the place where they take insiders and outsiders who have exposed the secrets of the city and jail them. Okay, so so it's a jail. I want to actually jump in on one other detail there. It's also the place where if you're an outsider in the know, you go to have a meeting. Like if you're part of the Crescent City Council... Mm-hmm. And you've been brought in, like that's where they bring you in. Like you're there. It's both the prison where you're, you know, where I think maybe the glamours don't work on the inside of that of that chunk, but they do from the oh. outside. So you can look in and not see anything out of the ordinary. But then it, when you're within it, it, like all super supernatural elements are exposed, um, mm-hmm. which you know both means that you're not wasting energy on maintaining a glamour for a bunch of prisoners, but you're also you know, you're creating a, a space where the government can exist um, in a way that doesn't, like, suppress what is special about the government, which I think is nice from okay. a power structure perspective. So, like, the jailed people are just down in the basement and they keep all yeah. of the Yeah, no, it's a, it's a dungeon and also a capital building. Uh, that actually, that reminds me a little bit of, like, did, any, did anyone see that uh, that Vin Diesel film based on his D and D? You mean the last Witch Hunter? I can't remember. Yes. Um, yeah, no. yeah, that one. <laughs> oh, is that like, um? What's it called? Uh, Chronicles of No, Riddick? that's a, that's or, a different no. thing. The Last Witch Hunter. No, that's based on it. Uh, yeah. May also be based on one of his D and D characters, but is that yeah. the name of the? King? I assumed it was. <laughs> no, that's a that's a that's a video game movie. I think. No, yeah, it, okay. it was definitely it was definitely uh, Last Witch Hunter mm-hmm. with like Elijah Wood as the priest. Thing. Oh, but yeah, that, I just remember oh, okay. I remember the part of like how there was there was like a prison underneath. I can't remember if it was a church. I think it was mm-hmm. a church, but like under the church, like they had like all like the bad witches and stuff mm-hmm. who were imprisoned were like in cells underground under the church. So I like I sort of like the idea if it's like. There's a prison underneath here, but like, mm-hmm. but it also just sort of looks like 
a government building. Yeah. Like, it looks like City Hall yeah. or something. But, like, underneath it is where, like, is the prison. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that really works. And, you know, maybe someday, maybe a crew of enterprising scoundrels will have to break in or break out or something. Who's to say? Who knows? <laughs> uh, is it the only prison? Or yeah. is there, like, another prison for more, like, mundane crime? Uh, I would think that's, like, the... Like the top security level yeah. prison, where it's like, no, we can't let any yeah. of these people out. Yeah, but just like, oh yeah, somewhere over. Yeah, I'll here, bet. Yeah, there's I'll bet there's just... something over there. There's probably a stockade here in this like courtyard, <laughs> like this bigger town square area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Cool. All right, so we've got sort of a capital. Bu- and would you actually mind making a note of that on the map that there's like a capital building slash dungeon in that space? Um. Using the old text tool, uh, uh, yep. if that, yeah, find the text. yeah, it's it's the third one down in the control mm-hmm. panel. All right, Tom. Um. Okay, so you can stop me if you don't like where this is no, going. But no, go. All right, so uh, I have an idea for a faction. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was thinking that um among this vast city of sort of uh humans and uh magical folk. Uh, who, like, only a small percentage of the humans are aware of the um, magical folk, that maybe there's sort of, like, uh, a sort of maybe youthful subsection of both the magic folk and the humans um, who sort of, like, understand, I guess, who aren't part of the government, Mm -hmm. but sort of understand the exploitation game that's happening here, where the magic folk are being exploited for for this luck or this magical energy. Um... And they're sort of like maybe against that and maybe pro unification. Yeah. They don't really want the barrier between the magic world and the human world. And mm-hmm. they think it's sort of outmoded and outdated and archaic. And they, they're sort of like pro unifying the magic world mm-hmm. with the human sure. world. And I think that mm. the, the larger government and the human resources faction are very, <laughs> of both sections, segments, mm-hmm. I think are like very, very much against um this joining of the two worlds but there's sort of like this idealistic um uh maybe student based uh groups of organizations in it, uh, faction that that are pro unifying yeah. the two sides it's a it's a revolutionary punk gang it's yeah, yeah it's basically it's everything i want yeah yeah and I, and i think for sure. to take this a little bit of a step further i think that most of them like like the majority of the the pro um unification uh people or, or or magic folk are um are peaceful and 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 good natured but maybe there's a more sort of like rebellious faction who's more inclined to to i, I wouldn't say like outright violence mm-hmm. but like more uh sort of rebellious tactics sure. so you've got sort of a, a, a direct action. yeah direct action and more yeah. of a peaceful slash you know policy oriented group Okay, sure, so yeah. you said that's a faction. Would you add them to the appropriate category and come up with a name for them and let us know what the name is? Right. And then add them, I, I don't know, to me that's either citizenry or the fringe. I don't think it's really underworld. Uh, I think it's I think it's the fringe? Well, here, the weird thing is, the way the th- the fringe usually works in, Dusk- in Duskfall is like, that's all the supernatural shit. But like here, everything's supernatural. So maybe they're the fringe because they want to mix with like yeah. the mundane. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Makes sense. Yeah, that that that's sure. that well, great. Well, maybe 
yeah, so maybe the pro unification uh, faction is is citizenry, but then the more sort of um, oh no, I think citizenry is usually like neighborhoods. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and maybe I'll just actually call this just one faction rather than two, yeah. and, and say that there's just maybe a more yeah. um, action oriented. We can always split group. them out into a different, like into its own, into a separate, a second one later if we need to. Yeah, um, or it could just be that a different faction has similar opinions. Yeah. Like, um, so I'm adding these to the fringe. Cool, yeah. sounds good. All right. Um, yeah, so I think we should we should we should reserve the fringe for like either like stuff that intermingles with the mundane mm-hmm. or like the super weird yeah. stuff. Maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> well well maybe the stuff that that sort of breaks the norms of of the yeah. world that we're in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna call them. Would unionists make sense? I know that's not the traditional uh, use of the word unionist, but uh, I think that yeah, makes we, sense. and we can always you know. Yeah, I think that works. And if we end up not liking it, we can always change it. You could just call them hippies. No. <laughs> no, no, there are also hippies here. Uh-huh. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, we'll see if we can think of a more appropriate word, but we'll call them unionists cool. for now. Um, well, that sounds good. Um, and my pitch is just sort of like the gen- for the general population here. I think that the the like standard, not the standard person, but like the bulk of the people here are the the big old range of all the different fantasy and supernatural archetypes that we can think of. Um, and I think, you know, we'll see, you know, your generic Tolkien fantasy creatures like elves and dwarves, uh, you know, goblins and orcs, all that stuff. Um, there are probably, you know, fairies who are, you know, normal human-sized people, maybe a little on the small, the slender, the slight side, um, have wings on their back, but they wear a, a shirt over them kind of stuff. Um mm-hmm. You know, yeah. all the. I, I, I think we should definitely allow ourselves to to add them as we go, but we should also have like maybe a defined set that we know yeah. our options to draw from. For sure, because like, um, and then if there's something missing, we yeah. can always just add those. Um, yeah, yeah. So one thing that really, really, uh, actually, I won't. No, get no, it. go for it. Go for it. Um, we can no, always no, cut no, it, out. It, it violates our copyright rules. Oh, fair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my, my thinking is like just the people are whatever fantastic thing. If they would fit in in, say, the Chronicles of Narnia, then they probably fit in here. Sorry, I think there's no harm in, in part of this, um, like world building session as, as introducing, the, uh, creatures that are maybe staples yeah. of the world. Um, yeah. all right. Um, but yeah, I, I think, uh, I think that the smell test is probably would they fit in in Chronicles of Narnia? If yes, then they would fit okay. in here. But then also plenty of other stuff as well would fit. Um, sure, yeah. sure. You know, there are centaurs. Yeah, Chronicles of Narnia and also Hellboy yes, 2. Yes, for sure. <laughs> there are centaurs and there are trolls. Um, cool. Um, great. Does anyone have a second thing they'd like to pitch while we're, you know, kind of fleshing this all out? I think we should just all go around Yeah, let's, let's do it one more time. I'm thinking more this area. Hmm. Would you mind pinging again? I missed it. Aha! Oh, out to the west. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was thinking that could possibly where some of the more transformative uh, beings would mm-hmm. be, like werewolves and things like that, or something. Oh, interesting. So things, so creatures that are mostly like capable of blending in, but then sometimes they are not. Um, yes. Could I actually, mm. I, rather than putting them there inside the wall, maybe they live outside mm-hmm. of the wall. 
Maybe that's one of the things that lets you live in like human society. Like if you're a werewolf, yeah, you can you can spend twenty days out of the month just hanging out. But then during your moon times, you're gonna hang out. There's like probably a an an inn for Mm -hmm. all the werewolves. Um, That this gives me a kind of shitty idea then as mm -hmm. well. (laughs) Shitty bad or shitty like messed up. Shitty ideas are my favorite kind of idea. Yeah. Well, (laughs) well, like if it's like specifically like the people who can sort of blend in more mm-hmm. who are like outside the walls i think it's you know it's it's unlikely that like that that they sort of congregate together naturally like that as i think it might have they been displaced like by like the oh, by the enclave yeah government? the enclave like, government because has of, because of the over yeah because of the isolation yeah. they've oh. like been moved yeah there. the enclave government okay. has declared in- that if you can pass for human most of the time, then you get a then you live outside of the city. Ooh, I love okay, that. Okay, so Spicy. I have a change of location uh-huh. then. So it's gonna be here. Oh, is that like the Oh, I didn't even see mm. that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been staring at that, yeah. wondering what to do with it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a great for sure. Idea. So there are just these little shacks outside of the city that the government owns where mm. enclave folk can live um on the outside. Um yeah, that's great. Would you uh, would you put a note of that? Like, this is the werewolf house. I don't know if I don't know if like shacks would fit yeah. because like this is part of like the actual city mm-hmm. now. So like we have to think mm-hmm. of like what the aesthetic yeah. is outside of this. Like we were saying, like it might be docklands and that. Mm-hmm. What if it's like what if it's like warehouses and like tenement buildings yeah. and stuff like that? Ha, warehouses. Yeah. So the where- <laughs> God oh. damn it! Oh. Oh. I like the idea of, of like them kind of being. Maybe so. Maybe like there's a, oh, a sprawling. There's, there's definitely a, sorry to interrupt, but there's definitely like a were, like a werewolf like rave space called the warehouse. Yes. Okay, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. But but I want to say that um, we had sort of talked about like this city is really economically prosperous. Mm-hmm. So just to be like internally consistent, I think that most mm, yeah. of the city or like a good chunk of the city outside of of the old crescent. Um, should be, you know, sprawling metropolis, like beautiful buildings. Yeah. Um, but maybe, um, because of the sort of like, uh, oppression of magical creatures or, or magical folk, um, like when the werewolves leave, like they can't really afford or can't, um, aren't able for some reason to live in the nicer parts of the city. So they're sort of maybe, maybe have to live in the slums. Which, which might be the tenement buildings yeah. Um, well, yeah, I you think were talking it, about. I think it's, the, it's like Enclave-owned, you know, Enclave City government-owned housing outside of the Enclave. Um, so, like, uh, they yeah. pay... And it's not too they nice. They get some, maybe some rent assistance or stuff like that, or maybe they pay, like, a subsidized rent. Um, and, yeah, it, it kind of sucks because also werewolves have lived there. You know, lots and lots of werewolves have kind of passed through. Um and all yeah. that actually, werewolves are, are some of the folks that probably end up leaving the city and trying to find their own place elsewhere. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people that can pass for human most of the time might, you know, get lucky and be able to get a bus ticket and take the bus to a different a different state and, you know, build out a little log cabin somewhere in unincorporated territory. I guess there's also the angle as well of, like, if we're talking, like, werewolves, like, 
I don't know if this is something we want to define now, but, like, are werewolves in this world, like, traditional in that, like, you have to be turned, or is it, like, a bio- or is it like a genetic thing where it's passed yeah. down? Because yeah. if it's something where you have to be turned, then there's also going to be an aspect of, like, the actual city government, mm-hmm. like, finds people who've been turned, and it's like, right, well, you've got to go and live there now, and then they have to, like, sort yeah. of discover the world of the Crescent and come to grips I'll with bet, uh, I'll bet it's genetic. But also, you yeah. can it can be transmitted, but it's very rare. Um, like it's more likely that you just die. But yeah, I feel well. I feel like like certain creatures, like like vampires, werewolves. Well, vampires are a whole other story. Be. I think that, like the book has rules sure. for vampires and ghosts um, that we're going to probably ah. stick with. Um, cool. Yeah. I, do werewolves usually turn people? Is that uh, I, th- I think a werewolf bite does turn. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's typical werewolf yeah. law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it's yeah. sometimes it's even a scratch. Yeah. Um. Uh, also, to go to go back to something that we said, like what you were saying, Thomas, about like staying like internally consistent about like the city being prosperous mm-hmm. and the city being lucky. I think we need to define that a bit more strongly, like in terms of like, okay, is it just that people? tend to be luckier or is it like a slightly utopian bend is that what you mean yeah, in I, terms of like the city i think it's prosperous? almost a, a slightly utopian yeah, i like bend. the idea that it's like what if all of the best parts of all the great cities in the world like were just slightly better and all in one place like crescent city has socialized healthcare for sure if you live in the city then your needs are taken care of it's a single-payer hospital system um, and and also has booming industry. Has booming industry. You know, all the big companies yeah. have a have a corporate center here in Crescent City. It's also got great universities um, for sure. They're like some of the best higher education opportunities, and also some of the best school systems in the world are right here in Crescent City. Uh, and you've got a, a, on every company that operates out there has got to follow these green policies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and, it has and they the, all, do. all the cafes are stocked with the finest croissants in the yeah, world. We're in kind of a microclimate. If you, oper- um, if you want to operate out of their stock market, then you also have to like invest this much money into yeah, local for sure. And there's a microclimate here, so it's a little bit warmer than it should be, given that it's on the Atlantic coast. You know, kind of uh, in the more northern eastern part where it gets kind of cold sometimes, but it's warm here. It's nice. It's not tropical. Yeah, there's like a, a little bubble yeah, there's a little a little bubble that. around here, and you know, also it just there's. Ah, there. Shoot, I had a detail and I lost it, but it'll come back to me. But yeah, it's just a generically nice place. Um, so, but with it being such a nice place that everyone sort of wants to, co- and having all these incentives to people to come and do business mm-hmm. here and like for people to live here, like, does it deal with like gentrification? Oh, absolutely. Like, does it doesn't. It, de- it doesn't exactly deal with it gracefully uh, at all, but it it does. You know, and and well, but I think. Do you think maybe the city has a little bit of a, a xenophobic aspect where they're they're really like picky about maybe who can move into the city? Maybe I think maybe it's also just that like public transportation in the city is really good and doesn't break down all that often. So you can live you know a few miles out of the city limits in a more in a less expensive smaller town. Uh, and commute in every day mm-hmm. for your job. Um, and so if yeah. so if people are if people are being brought into the city, they're like there's concerted efforts to make sure that the city is expanding and not. So ironically, whereas it's 
citizens of Old Crescent who are being displaced, citizens of Crescent City in general. Like, the Crescent City government tries to make sure that that in general doesn't happen to their own yeah, citizens. Yeah, exactly. And I, th- I think there's a really, like, it's incredibly unequal the way that the people who live in Old Crescent are treated versus the people that live in the core city. Um, mm. You know, all, all, I think all of the all the good stuff that you get if you are part of the Crescent City side of things, you don't get in the Enclave. Um, hmm. Because why would you? Officially, you don't exist. That's uh, true. Or maybe you do exist, but you're considered part of a separate city government or something like that. Um, like, the thing is, we can't go to, like... Like, there might be generalized healthcare, but we can't go no, to a No, you can't go to a normal hospital. hospital. They <laughs> will see your horns. Um, and they'll know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think that there's a practically utopian human city surrounding this like grim, oppressive, dystopian fantasy city. Um, uh, could I, I know I've been talking no, a lot, but go, could I yeah. add one more thing? Uh, so like, I think along with a unionist faction, um, I think there also sort of has to exist, uh, like if, if living in the enclave is really this unequal to living in the core city, I think there's definitely a group of, of magic folk who want to rebel yeah, like and, and, and break out of the enclave and, and take over the an city. Anti-human faction. Anti-human, yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, cool. And and uh, I think, yeah, I'll come up with a cool yeah, name. For definitely now. think that through. Um mm-hmm. All right, yeah. cool. Someone else yeah, should let's, speak. Let's, let's keep on. Let's keep on rolling through. I think that was a really productive pitch. So thank you, Kara. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Yeah, um, I guess to keep it in the same mm-hmm. order as it was before. No, I'll just. I did also speak no, about that. Go, time, go, so go not. You, it's your turn. Uh, well, I guess you know, like earlier, I was suggesting, like, even if it's not what we end up dealing with, I would like there to be like. A gang that like is peddling mm-hmm. glamours and stuff yeah. like that. It's so, like if it. So if that's not what we end up doing, I would like to explicitly make a faction that yeah, does that. Add- but like, I guess we can't really add that until we've decided. No, I think what we're we should. Doing. We should add but, that, like, and then we can maybe compete with them. Ooh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we shouldn't. We shouldn't let the existence of a faction stop us from feeling like we want to muscle in on that niche. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good All point. right, stop. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> stop the underworld. I'll, I'll have to come yeah, up with another yeah, for sure. For I'll just put calamity mm-hmm. in for now. Um, I think I want to. I think I want to go with a, a race, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or at least a place for them, because I know you said we've got like fairies and stuff, winged people, and I think that somewhere down here near the harbor. Mm-hmm. There's a giant lighthouse aviary oh. with like no doors at the bottom, mm-hmm. and it's where all of the bird people, all the people like, with wings, harpies yeah. or aracocra types, like they work it, but mm-hmm. they also live in there. Okay. And then, uh, could, could we do one slightly different thing? Maybe instead yeah. of them living in like a tall building on, or like a lighthouse, they live in a lighthouse that's actually on a small island off the coast, like like here ish. So there's actually like, oh well, I, I got to commute into work by flying over the harbor and landing in like a side street somewhere, um, mm. and then, but then you know to the outside it's just a lighthouse. I mean that lighthouse is blinding, so you can't look at it too closely. And well, what, 
bunch of birds must live up there. Weird. Um, <laughs> also, like I imagine the actual glamour extends into yeah. the bay. Oh yeah, I think I think actually yeah. the bay itself bit. probably has a certain magical water to it, um, like which is also what disguises the mermaids. Um, mm, yeah, like the water is saturated with the glamour. Yeah. Maybe maybe so it even gets harvested from the water. The water. Um, mm. Or not? Yeah, not the glamour, but the magic. Um, mm. Yeah, then that, that adds a whole weird element, though, because like, because this is like at the, we're at the mouth of mm-hmm. the river, so then it would be like it'd be flowing out from us, which means that like. I oh, guess true, yeah. it doesn't really have to follow logic because it's magic, but like in my brain, like logically, places upriver would be more magical. Yeah. That, well, maybe maybe it's sense. the estuary that's formed right here, where the brackish water starts to meet the uh, the sea. You know, that's the uh, and for some reason, this is a yeah. magical. Thing. I mean, it's it's probably yeah. independent of that, but the water is still saturated with it. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, the the water, that, yeah that makes yeah, sense. Okay, yeah. Cool. Um. So just just to interject briefly, I think the the, the anti um, human faction uh, is going to be called the Democratic Alliance of Enchanted Peoples. Ooh, okay, if you guys are okay with that, <laughs> yeah. Or Dape yeah. for short. I was going to say the Democratic Alliance of Magic Peoples, but then the acronym would be Damp, and I don't think any of us want that. So. <laughs> no, uh, no, I love it because then, like, you can tell that like the political opponents would yeah. rip the shit out of them. Yeah. Okay, it. so do you want do you want to call it Damp? The Rise and Damp. The yeah. Rise and Damp. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Oh, yes. The Democratic Alliance of Magical Does it Peoples. It have to be democratic. I feel like if we can find a, a word that isn't democratic, yeah. that makes a little bit more sense. But... Well, I think that a lot yeah. of organizations feel... that aren't necessarily democratic like to call themselves democratic. So I was gonna say i feel like this is the one you suggested earlier where you were like oh you know there's that one that's all like peaceful and into policy and stuff and then there's the other ones who are actually like no let's yeah well, well, no, i feel damp, like damp, damp is has a, a different better... ideology than uh than the unionists yeah yeah but i feel like damp might be yeah, well, well you're yeah. saying it's a better name for the um for the unionist no, group, uh, but I, the reason no, actually, no, I disagree. The, I disagree. The, I'm, the I'm disagree with myself. Yeah, the thing, ago. the thing that I like, the reason, and you guys can think of a better D than democratic. But the reason I chose democratic there is, I think it's sort of like it's a word that a lot of organizations or nation states uh, will sort of add to their mm. acronym or whatever to make it sound good and noble. Sure. And I think I, I'm not taking a, a position uh, on this group on, on whether they're in the right or, or not, but I do think that it's the sort of thing where, the, you know, you add democratic to your acronym to sound yeah, more I, good. I, or more I, noble. You've sold me on that. I think mm. that really works. Yeah. Also, yeah. I think I really like damp as a name because it is very much in the vein of like the, the Harry Potter, JK Rowling, like t- bend of, well, the sure, Society yeah. for the Protection of Elvish Welfare is spew. You know, it, it- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lo- okay. Yeah. Cool. Damp is great. Um, although I do also like Enchanted. Be- uh, we don't have to harp on this. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it could be a split of faction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the Democratic Alliance of Enchanted Peoples. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> could, where, can... where's the where, where's the popular alliance? He's over there. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I have a, uh, a thing that I want to pitch, which is that right over here, this little this little park area, is the quad for the uh, for a magical university, um, like a school of magic kind of thing, and then all the buildings surrounding that quad are dormitories and classrooms and whatnot for that school. And that's sort of the premier okay. educational institution for young adults to learn their magical trade and their, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, 
I think, a fairly technical university of magic. Um, so is it is it simultaneously like a university that teaches magic and also just teaches magical people? Like it mm, teaches you the same. Thing I think I think there's like a liberal like, arts curriculum associated with a technical education that you get there. So your core requirements yeah. include you know uh, include your English and your math and your philosophy and whatnot. But then also and, you take a, a magical engineering major or a um, you know a magical. Yeah. Uh, magical law enforcement minor or whatever it happens to be. Um, so something in the Harry Potter universe, which I think we probably want to distinguish ourselves from, is in the Harry Potter um, universe, like, sort of muggle technology mm-hmm. is, like, not understood at all by the um, by the wizarding world, mm-hmm. really, or or it's like it's like a fascination or like a, it's a, a novelty. A really novel study, yeah, yeah. right. Whereas I, I, I feel like... That's a bit ridiculous. I, I feel like for us, like, Technology is actually maybe what makes the humans valuable mm-hmm. to us, or, or like we we appreciate, uh, uh, or at least the younger generation of ma- magic folk like likes technology yeah. and is interested in it, and and it's something that they actively Absolutely. maybe are interested. Cell in service is, is it contraband? Yeah, cell service in the Enclave is terrible, but the Wi-Fi yeah. is great. There's public Wi-Fi everywhere. In fact, it's almost like every lamppost has a Wi-Fi network built into it. Um, sure, yeah, almost yeah. like. <laughs> well, can I, is it are, like, are people in the enclave are, are people in the enclave on tinder <laughs> oh god um <laughs> maybe i was gonna ask is, is it would it would it be like are we just like assuming like i know everyone has whatever the human technologies are or would it be like a to a certain degree that this um there's or? probably a cost associated with buying one but you, but I also think that because there's so much intermingling of hum, regular humans through this space, it's probably okay. Uh, uh, maybe it's like associated with status, yeah. like like people who are wealthier within, or magic folk who are wealthier within the enclave will have human technology. Yeah, maybe, maybe like people, maybe in general, phones on like. I like the idea that phones, like mo- like mo- mobile cell mm-hmm. phones, are generally illegal because it's like, well, who do you need to call? Like, you're not contacting anyone outside the enclave. Just cross the street. Yeah, yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. But mm. then, obviously, un- unless they get into a position mm-hmm. of power within the government, then it's like, oh well, we might need to call you. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because um, because I, city... I like the idea of people smuggling in like phones and, and laptops. Yeah, okay. and stuff I think I think that because it's like they don't they don't. They don't want people to be on the internet because, like, that's more yeah. contact with well, the outside. You know what world. it is? I think that there are licensed vendors who can, like, source things from outside of the enclave. But it's so much more expensive to go through mm. a licensed vendor than it is to go through an underworld vendor right. who's not licensed but can get it to you cheap. Uh, there's definitely yeah. a black market, yeah. though. Yeah, there's definitely mm-hmm. smugglers and. Right. Like people who are like, oh my, have you, have you, there's like, there's, they made another, they made a fifth iPhone? Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Whoa. So it's like, it's fine to have a tablet, but you're not going to be able to get the newest tablet unless you either know a guy or have a lot of money. Um, I think that, right. I think that works really well. well. You need to and, and, and be on the wait maybe... list to get into the monitored internet cafe, mm-hmm. which is the only place you can get yeah. Okay, so yeah. maybe Wi Fi from the lampposts is silly and we shouldn't actually do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it uh, was a, it was a fun idea. I was just pitching yeah. a different direction. Sure. Do you think, do you think, um, maybe there's like 
uh, sort of an inverse of that, where on the outside of the enclave, like maybe whatever the, the magical currency is, like electroplasm, is there's an illicit trade for no, that on the? I don't think the so. I think no. I think that there are trinkets that you might go to Old Crescent to get, like oh, I, I need to get some crystals. Um, and not realizing, like, but not from a perspective of, oh, I know these crystals work, but from an, I believe these crystals work. And it just so happens they do, um, perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so sort of like magical artifacts. Yeah, I think that there's a trait of magical artifacts, but they're not like, l- like, you don't, you could walk into a store. If you're a human, you can walk into a store, probably lining the street down here in the south. Um, and you can walk in and walk out with a magic wand. And that magic wand um, doesn't do anything for you, but it, it. But maybe from that same store, you can buy a real magic wand. If you know what you're doing with it, you can make some real magic happen. Um, mm-hmm. And the, yeah, there's there's definitely a thing of like storefronts having, I guess, the opposite of display mm-hmm. models, where it's like, oh, a person's walked in and they want to, like, a, a human's walked in, like, it's just, oh, it's yeah. a tourist. I'll give them one of the knockoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cool. I think I think that works. Um, all right. So I think now we, we've kind of fleshed out some of the stuff that happens in the city. So why don't we take a step back from that mm-hmm. um, and let's let's generate some factions because I think we really want to make sure we have lots of factions as like a core thing going into the actual Blades game that we play. Um, yeah, I think you're supposed to have like five in each. Yeah. Section. So maybe we should divide it into sections mm. first then. Um, and looking at this, I think that there are like four or five obvious sections. Um, but let's go with four just so that we're dealing with a smaller space considering it won't be like a, a years long game. Um, I think that our, our sections here are kind of delineated. I'm going to do a, a freehand drawing and then delete it. Um, our, our sections here are going to be kind of de- delineated. It's like maybe kind of here. Oh, that's a terrible drawing. Um, and then here. And then I think kind of the same deal, like using this main central drag as the as mm. the split. Um, mm-hmm. And then you've got the Capitol building on top of that, but that's kind of a special case. Um, so I'm going to delete that now that we've all seen it. And yeah, we can we can draw in so some, some beautified cool versions of that. Sorry, one Later. more time, AJ. Oh, I was saying, so it's essentially just, like, the city. Oh, yeah, yeah, quarters. I think that, that makes sense. Like a southeast, northeast, southwest, northwest quarter. Um, yeah, cool. like uh, I. Th- but then, obviously, even, like, but they still do use the term mm-hmm. quarter the way cities use the term quarter, which is not, to me, in a quarter right. of the city, just, you know, <laughs> that bit. Like, mm-hmm. there's still the university quarter, mm-hmm. even though that's also in the south, like, the southwest mm-hmm. quarter, but it's also the university Yeah, I think, quarter. oh, well, great. This is the university mm-hmm. quarter. Nailed it in one. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, probably bottom right is going to be the... Uh, or, you know, Southeast is going to be something to do with probably trade and stuff, uh, because it, mm-hmm. it is simultaneously, like, right there on a human road and part of the sort of ocean mm-hmm. area. Um, yeah. I think based on the fact that Northwest is pretty densely packed with lots of smaller buildings, I think that's probably, like, the the more affordable residential area, uh, and then sort of the businesses that sustain that. And then I think... Northeast is probably like a combination of less affordable residential area and like super, uh, like super tightly packed commercial areas. Um, 
So like if you want to get something that's worth getting, you go to the you go to the northeast quarter. You go to the uh you go to to the bright quarter, whatever we want to call it. Um which is up here. And then, you know, you probably are going there from your little your little house, your apartment building out here in the west. Um Okay, so the university quarter is one of them. What do we want to name the other three? Uh <clears throat> University. What what kind of like name conventions would we have? Is it based on like the things that are there, or is it just a name? Uh, I think we could go with one or both. Like, uh, like we've got one that's based on a thing that's there, but then the other three are maybe mm-hmm. like. Oh, I th- I think you might have misunderstood what mm-hmm. I was saying when I pitched university. I was kind of saying like the opposite, where I meant like uh, they were doing that thing where like. So I'll delete these in a sec. Like this is like the quarter of the mm-hmm. city or whatever, but then also they call like this the oh, university quarter. Yeah, no, I totally misunderstood thing. you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so like, I, I know think it's probably like, the university district more than it is the university quarter. But um, uh, okay, but yeah, I, mean, I just okay. I, I I meant like it was yeah. like cities often use the word quarter to mean uh, district, yeah. even though yeah. it's like it's it's probably a little bit Cambridge like if we're. Talking from Boston mm-hmm. or London terms. Um, <laughs> that does but, work. Uh, How do I delete these? Uh, you select them and then delete them and then hit the delete button. But selecting them, it can be hard depending okay. on your zoom level. So. Yeah, it's, Roll 20, yeah, folks. It, it's Here, very I, I gotcha. thin on my screen. I'll zoom in. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so I have, a, I have an idea for a um, quadrant. Mm-hmm. So this small section to here. To the southeast? Yeah. Um, hold on. Set. Yeah. Wait. I forgot that you can't see my. Yeah. Mouse. You, so Let if me, you um, hold the button, it'll ping um, a location. I'm just gonna. Mm. That's. I should get a tablet to draw mm. this. Um, it doesn't work super well. So anyway, that section which I just outlined mm-hmm. in a heart is um, <laughs> the. I, I think this this is where the more well-to-do magic folk live. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're still like obviously not as well-to-do. As the people in New Crescent City, um, but they, they, they've like done well for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, and, and maybe there's sort of like more elements of the government and, and the people who have context, uh, contact mm-hmm. with the humans, maybe the human government, maybe have more access to the technology. Uh, and I think I want to name this place, and if this is too like fanciful, you can stop me. Uh, castle Harbor, Ooh. and I think maybe there's Ooh. a castle right here. Can you see uh, that ping? Not yet. Am I pinging correctly? Again? I didn't see it. Uh, you just click, yeah, right? You ping? hold the button. You hold and click. Uh, okay. oh. Yep, yep. That, yeah. that makes sense. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. Two which one? Brown. The brown. I'm, the white, I'm brown. Where the white space uh-huh. is, where the white square is. Yeah, yeah. Like, right, a sure. courtyard. Yeah. I think this is this is like a cast a, a big mm-hmm. castle area, and I think this is yeah. government. So it, this is Castle Trump. Harbor. It's not government center. I think uh, because I think the, the Castle Harbor, yeah. but this 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 castle mm-hmm. area is I like, like the, the, I like the head the of the magic government. Um, yeah. But the so right, since so the government, that like, since the Capitol building is in the northeast, like the real northeast, I think there are definitely like. You don't want to be traveling well, through the that's whole city. that's a human. I thought that was a human. No, it's, it's like a neutral ground. Though. Like humans come here and oh, okay. do government stuff, but that, like the real yeah. government of the enclave is there. Mm. Um, yeah, like that's like city hall, but also that's where they'll bring yeah. in human. It's the city hall plus convention Wait, in the castle. No, uh, per up se? here in in the oh, Sindel. up in the Capitol yeah. building. Yeah. So <laughs> what, 
So then the castle is just more like a dwelling yeah, place I'll bet for it's just like one merchant who like got here first and decided, hey, I'm gonna build a castle off all the profits I'm making off these iPhones. Or maybe not iPhones, but like that's probably what he does now. <laughs> maybe at the time it was like carrot cards <laughs> sure, or sure. something like that. Uh like Yeah. So it's sort of yeah. like a group of people have monopolies over the yeah. Well, um, so yeah, this so, sort of tech sure. trade. So Ooh. so wealthy people so live like the, in the ca- uh, in Castle Harbor. Um, How do I write in the big pretty? Uh, so you're going to go to the <laughs> um, the third option in your control panel and select text. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see. Actually, you, you get a little text um, box. It's not a great interface, and the font choices are a little limited, but it it is what we have. Um, <laughs> cool. All right. Um, let's see more names. It's not uh, a good color yeah. to go on a great background. <laughs> uh, you can change your color. I know, um, I know. Like the co- the default color that you get. I'm actually changing mine to blue. Um, there we go. Red will stick out really well. I'm like a nice uh, little look, look, so I'm going to stick with that. Sorry, one more time? Going to go. I just clicked. Uh, AJ, you said something, didn't you? Oh, I was saying not oh, my cool. <laughs> you said you were changing to blue, and I was like, oh, I'm a nice mm. lilac. Yeah, it's a good color. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Scott, Kara, you got any ideas um, for these other two quadrants? Hmm. Uh, a little, uh, like, this kind of districty mm-hmm. here. Um, I was thinking that's where people who are, like, herbalists or like apothecaries okay. are seeing as how it has more wide open sure uh, so oh so yeah so there's probably some like food production mm-hmm. happening here but really this is where you go to get like the good ingredients for your potions and that sort of thing so it's sort mm-hmm. of a merchant district yeah. oh so there's like is this like part merchant district part botanical mm, gardens there's mm-hmm. definitely a botanical gardens that- this should be the botanical no, gardens no i think that's the town square i think that maybe or that oh, yeah, town square that's so the that botanical one? gardens yeah. absolutely how do yeah. I delete? Uh, you select and then hit the delete key. You can select, but I so can't you change select. to the. How do you the, select on your control panel? You select uh, the uh, the mouse icon, right? I got and that then you part. can click. So I've been Thanks trying. For, uh, the, what are you outline. trying to delete? <laughs> the brown you. thing. Sometimes uh, your oh, zoom level you. matters. Yeah, I wasn't able um, to. Uh, yeah, okay. This will all get cut out by the in, in the real thing. Thank you, Lonnie. <laughs> Shouts. Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, like a botanical garden's mm-hmm. here, and then other little, like, some of these open spaces are just, like, little greenhouses Probably, or something. Yeah. Uh, and we'll flesh that out in more detail. But, yeah, if you're, if you're trying to brew a potion, you're going to, you know an apothecary or an herbalist somewhere along here that has the nightshade you need. Um, oh, yeah. And that, that works real well. Um, I think yeah. the name of it would probably be the cauldron. Ooh, well, mm Mm, I like the cauldron as no, a name, no, but I want to. I think I actually want that to be like it's very Harry it's, Potter. It's not that it's very Harry Potter. It's that it's a great name for like the place where everyone lives. Like everyone's mixing together. Like the, the it's a place where the normal apartments mm-hmm. are. So I almost like the cauldron like, for it's the, the, yeah. it's the old it's the it's the old like it's the old like Melbourne yeah. pot synonymous mm, yeah. like sort of thing. Yeah, I like this area being called the yeah. cauldron, and it's just all sorts of like. Mm-hmm. Like the lower yeah. and all this, in yeah. What if the citizenry like there is called the is called the cauldron? Uh, in the district is called something else. Maybe. Well, I think the way the citizenry works in like the factions is that like the citizenry is essentially just like oh, and these yeah. are the people of this district. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like th- that's what it was when we when we were playing. Yeah. Our, like, Can we game uh, maybe make the place where all the apothecaries and gardens are uh, just called the garden? Um, I think oh, I think yeah. that's a reasonable, the- like. 
description for what that's about. And then I think actually the Target. the cutoff point for the garden isn't the it's not this middle street. It's actually probably this street is like more or less the one that yeah that's this the one. one. Uh, that's the one that's like the garden. So really the cauldron is this whole area, all this stuff. Um, like basically everything to the west of the garden on the or the west of Garden Street. On this Gosh, side. that means the cauldron. Yeah, but I think huge. that makes sense. The cauldron is where everyone lives yeah. and works and you know does their business. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So this is the gardens cool. then. I'll right. just write yeah, that. So we got in. Castle Harbor, the University Quarter, um, which I, I still think is very good. Like I love calling this whole section the University Quarter, even mm. though it's just that one little bit. Um, even though AJ, yeah. I know it's the opposite Maybe of what you meant. Started out as the universe. Um, it, it could be like a, a something like Harvard, where they oh, the university owns a lot of oh, land yeah, around probably. the university. Well, mm. I know that in 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 Liverpool, where I live, there's a, like a couple of different. There's like university. There's the University of Liverpool, and then there's also John Moore's University Liverpool mm-hmm. or, or something like that. But like they've got different buildings all over the city, and there's like sections of the city where like they're more concentrated so that's generally called like oh the academic quarter but like you can still go to like the other side mm-hmm. of town and there's buildings there that are the university so it makes sense if like throughout the quarter is like or say like these two oh that's not showing up let me just grab let draw quickly say like these two section mm-hmm. segments were like mostly university buildings but then there's also other uni buildings spread out and obviously there'll be like apartments there and other stuff as well like it's not just that but like that's where it's concentrated Mm -hmm. so it does make sense for the district to be called like the university quarter i think yeah i think let's just for simplicity's sake the university quarter is everything on the bottom uh everything south of the river west of uh west of the of that main road yeah i don't know what we're calling it yet we'll name the roads at some point in this process i'm sure um, mm-hmm. and then even though, and then I think even though the university is just this, like this park and all of the abutting buildings, um, the whole area is still characterized by the fact that, oh, the university's there. That's where all the real magic is being done. Um, like over here, probably this is where some of the artisans are making the wands and the, the, uh, and writing potion recipes and whatnot. Um, like I think that this part of the city is probably characterized by that magic. Uh, like, like this is where magic is commodified. Uh, and then the gardens are where, like, magical parts are created. Castle Harbor is where the trade happens, like, exterior trade, or external trade. And then the cauldron is kind of the melting pot where everything else is. Um, sort of a catch-all. And then you got the Capitol building. I think that yeah. works. Nice. Yeah. Love I like it. it. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, this is a pretty solid start. So let's... Let's just quick fire generate a bunch of factions and what their deal is. Because I think that'll okay. be the thing. And and let me actually go into the book and read out some examples just so we have a starting point. And I can also Well I've I've got, oh, I've yeah. got go for I've it. I've got a cool oh, sorry. What what are we doing about th- about faith? Ooh. Yeah. Because like institutions would usually include like a big church mm-hmm. or something. Um but like mm-hmm. by by the nature of like the sort of thing we've created here, like it's gonna be like actually like mythical creatures, but like from all over mm-hmm. the world, and yeah. like so, like if they have faith, that that that's probably also gonna be 
from yeah, all over I, the world. And well, for instance, I love the idea of there being like a fairy king or a fairy queen, like an Oberon kind of figure that is not present here, but mm-hmm. is still an object of worship for a population in the city. Um, okay. So, you know, I, I think a church of Oberon is totally on brand for what we've got going on here. Um, um, but here, let me, let me read out a couple of other options or a couple of examples from the book. Um, the bill hooks are a tough gang of thugs wielding hatchets and meat hooks. I would be okay with us just taking the bill hooks and having them in our game because that's great. Um, there's the okay. brigade, mm-hmm. the firefighters mm-hmm. of the city beloved for their life-saving heroism or reviled for their looting and extortion rackets, also known as Sally's from Salamanders, their ancient name. Um, and, uh, the blue coats that, uh, so the lizard people firefighters, of, of course. <laughs> oh, no, they're definitely magical, magical people. Like, um, I think that makes, I, I don't think that like humans are coming in and, and fighting fires in the enclave. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no. It's all, it's all local governments. It's not city yeah. governments. Um, then you got your blue coats, you know, your generic city watch. I think we'll probably just go with that. Um, yeah. yeah, we can we can mix up like the names and stuff. We can probably take most of the like general mm-hmm. ones and just like paint over yeah. them with like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh, they're they're the cabbies, but also they're all centaurs and you can ride on their backs. It's great. Um <laughs> Oh no, it's yeah, no, that seems like it'd be pretty rotten. Um mm. Every now and then, like some drunk bastard mm-hmm. tries to, and yeah. like, you, you don't see, you don't see <laughs> him you for a, a while. If you get if a again. piggyback ride from a centaur, where do you sit? Yeah. <clears throat> um, On the back, the same place as always. <laughs> but which back? Um. <laughs> oh my god, centaurs are the beast with two backs. Oh! Oh! Huh. We've all come for a Now we understand. Ball. This is what Shakespeare was talking about? <laughs> we're talking about centaurs. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. oh. All right. Gosh. Cool. So, who has fun faction ideas? Um, uh, yeah, I really like, like, tech, tech mm, smugglers. Yeah. All right. So, that's an underworld faction for sure. Uh, so, you got... Uh, yeah, so like glamour dealers and tech smugglers are like my contributions. Two great so contributions. Far. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh, did I overwrite something? I hope I didn't. Uh, oh, yeah, I was in. I was about oh, to cool. finish writing it, and then it came mm. in S. Oh, it's yeah, there gotcha. now. Yeah, cool. Uh, cool. Uh, glamour dealers, tech mm-hmm. smugglers. We'll and I'll come up with better names for them. Or if you have suggestions, we'll mm-hmm. use those, or we'll just stick with them. Labor and tra- la- labor and trade. We should definitely have like. Um, um, like the herbalists you were mm, talking about, yeah. Kara. That should yeah. I'm, tra- should, I'm thinking of a like name some... for them. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, I was just thinking of a name for them. I was actually going to mention that too for labor and trade. Yeah. Ah, mm. uh, a name. Is there a is there a thing in like the default Duskfall about like tea witches or something? That's or from Friends of the Table. Yeah, I think that's the, that's a Friends of the Table ritual. <laughs> They're the Dimmer Sisters in the book, which I think are comparable. Um, ah. Hmm. Yeah. There's always like a witch yeah. guild. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh uh what should I name them? Um Oh I know. Okay. What are they called? Oh. The Grey Earls. 
Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> uh, I was gonna I was gonna call them the Coventry or something. Ooh, or that's right. Yeah, the Coventry. Uh, cool. I love the idea of like the Coven being like like a trade union mm-hmm. of witches. Yeah. <laughs> um. Or like a or like a cooperative. Yeah, that that's very good. Is there an underworld magic group as well? That looks right. I'm pretty sure there has to be. be. Um, what, uh, what kind of magic yeah. do they do? Well, I mean, uh, dark well, that magic. Would, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that would be like sort of like the like the dealers sort of thing. They would essentially mm-hmm. be selling their own magic product. I could essentially just defocus that from glamour and just have it as like. That could just essentially be like the magic. Uh, I think market there should be like a special market dealers. for glamours that the glamour dealers serve, and then there's a second market that's separate mm-hmm. from that for just like oh, you yeah. need a spell cast, yeah. but you're not good at magic. Well, we know the people, but it'll cost you. Um, yeah, like maybe certain yeah. enchantments aren't legal. Yeah, or yeah. If you want like something that, that yeah. so is there so is there a legal version? Yeah. Are there like do, is it is it the, is it mm-hmm. is there an institution of of like of like legally licensed, or is it like, a, or is that a trade of like, oh, we're the people who've been licensed to yeah. come and do this, and you yeah. have to hire us, or is it like there city are licensed, appointed? there are licensed magicians and sorcerers, and there are unlicensed ones who will do the real stuff that like the licensed ones can't do for fear of losing their license, and there are probably licensed ones that do that stuff on the sly as well. Um, yeah, so I like. Oh, I know what these should be called too. If they're the uh-huh. underworld one. The wishing Ooh. hour. Ooh. The witching or wishing? Because both are good. Oh, both are um, good. Let's go with the witching hour, because I think it's a little bit more yeah, uh, witching hour. of a thing. Yeah, witching hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, let's see. Back in labor and trade, there's definitely one or two different merchant groups, um, which... Um, include that, like, there's probably going to be one that is the sort of so- the society of, or, you know, a society that's kind of built around, like, hey, we're the ones that actually run the shops and whatnot. And then there's probably a separate one, which is, you know, we're the ones that broker the trade deals and get the ships in and manage the cargo and whatnot. Um, so if anyone's got names for those. Yeah. I was thinking, like, maybe if there's a trade union. That handles everything along the waterways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a, a dockers, in, yeah. A why don't we just call them the dockers? Yeah, uh, straight out of the book. Um, All right. Okay. Great. Um, let's see. So we got the uh, and oh, I sh- I'll add the citizenry uh, clocks while we're over here. Call or not clocks? Uh, factions, oh. cauldron, gardens. Um. Uh, University Quarter and, and Castle Harbor. Oh, and the capital. Uh, do those also include like the aviary and things uh, like that? I think I think Castle Henry? Harbor is. Oh yeah, the aviary is probably its own place, isn't it? Um, hmm. I was going to say, is aviary like gardens or I think is it I think harbor or is it like an actual island? Like not just like I'm willing to make it its own place because I feel like they probably gossip like hmm. hens in there. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know it was bad. <laughs> so, so is it? So, like, if we were 
splitting this like into because obviously you've got to have tiers mm-hmm. with the factions in this. So it would it be like aviary is like lowest tier because it's so small, sort of thing. Um, yeah, the aviary is probably a, a, like a tier three or tier four. Um, oh, okay. Oh no, sorry, other way around. Sorry, tier one or tier two. Uh, I forgot which direction it goes. Yeah. Um, um, are the are the Sorry, I keep asking. Is the citizenry also connected to the beings that live in the water as well? Oh, or? yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The citizenry is literally mm-hmm. the citizens of the city. It's like yeah, the, the, the communities, the neighborhoods, area, whatever happens to they be. are in general. So, like, if you're causing trouble okay. in Castle Harbor, then mm. Castle Harbor's not going to like you as much. Um, all right. Uh, Tom, gotcha. what's your hard stop if you want to get to the gym? I mean, so hard stop is, I think, okay. five. Um, so in that case, here's what I'd like to propose. Um, Tom, you should be here for when we actually pick our crew and start to do some character creation. And I would like to do that today if you guys are cool with it. Um, because I feel like we'll be happier having our characters and crew, uh, knowing more or less what they are. So why don't we do character creation and crew creation now? Uh, and then. Yeah. And then if we want to jump back into world building. Um, Cool. Yeah. I think we have a pretty yeah, rich we world. I think there's definitely um, more that we yeah, can do. Yeah. I just want to fill in some more blanks. The rest is just yeah. filling in details. Um, yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. So anyway, if everyone could bring up the Blades player kit. Um, yeah. So we're going to be doing our character creation. That starts with choosing a playbook. So take a look at that and then tell me what uh, uh, and mm. say out loud what you end up going with. I'm going to add characters for each of us named after our human names. Um, but controllable for everybody yeah. um uh yeah kara and arta 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 fucking hell yes arta. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably uh like i've i've spoken to them about like i've sort of got an idea mm-hmm. for a character but like if one if you uh, tom or scott decide that like you happen to like really want to do that playbook then i can come up with something else cuz i was thinking of doing a spider character um, yeah, I was thinking of like playing. a non spider of the class, not spider of the uh, animal. Um, uh, <laughs> I was actually gonna, I was gonna, tr- I wanted to play like a devil in t- <laughs> actually because like mm-hmm. one of the one of the starting uh, like special special abilities a spider can have is ghost contract, which is when you yeah, shake on a deal, you and your partner, human or otherwise, both bear a mark of your oath. If Eva breaks the contract, they take the level three harm cast. So like, which yeah, is really good. and very <laughs> yes, I'd really love to be like a devil character who like if we shake on a deal, we can't break that deal without yeah. being cursed. So I guess let, let's just talk through like so. Adrian, you you want to play the spider? Does anyone else have a playbook that jumps out to them immediately? Uh, how excellent! I was looking at the okay. slide. Slide is fun. Slide's uh, good. Cool. Where's the uh, list it's of in the books? player kit that I linked in the season two channel? Right, so I'm looking. Uh, if you scroll down to the that. third page, that's the first playbook. Um, you can, yeah, it's oh, also available see, on the yeah. Blades in the Dark website. I can link you to that as well. Yeah, no, no, no I, I'm there. Um, yeah. Yeah, obviously, like take a minute to read for sure if you want to. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's six mm-hmm. options, I think. Ooh, these are super yeah. cool. I mean, we're going to say this a lot over the course of recording this, I think. John Harper, you have done some good work in this game. Oh, no, this <laughs> yeah. is so good. 
what I, I yeah. love now, because they've just finished mm-hmm. Scum and Villainy, like, it's not printed yet, but it's on its way to print, so now, like, they've officially launched, like, Forged yeah. in the Dark, which is, like, so you can, like, officially do Blade's hacks now, and, like, there's an SRD and everything, so, like... yeah. That's I'm very excited to see what games yeah. come out of this because it's already so. This cool on is its own. a game that could come out of this if we did a little extra work on it. Like I would be down to formalize all this into a PDF and put it up on DriveThru or something. Uh, mm. I've actually I've seen someone else talking about how they're essentially mm-hmm. already doing this. Like I've seen someone else well say that like they're wanting to do like a like. Hidden city, like fairy tale creatures. Oh shit! Really? Blades. I've seen someone already say nice. they're working on it, but um, yeah, I think that was in like the tabletop channel on like the Fat Discord. Cool. Um, mm. Lon- Lonnie cut this. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm sort of torn between doing mm-hmm. Cutter, which I, I I sort of read as sort of like a a fighter character. Um, and, uh, um, oh wait, they're, uh, yeah, that and Whisper, Mm -hmm. which is, um, more like being able to summon ghosts. more occult magic. And being in tune with the occult. Mm -hmm. And, and maybe, maybe the Mm -hmm. occult is, is maybe more of the illicit side of of the magic world. Well, yeah, just because these are all magical Um, creatures doesn't mean that they're like all magicians. Um, yeah, I know, I know. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, so what do you guys think? Uh, does everybody have a, um, have a playbook except yeah, for me? So. Uh, I, I'm leaning into Spider. Um, okay. Well, I guess it, it also kind of, yeah, it, it might depend as well. Would it help for you if we decided what it was we wanted to do for, in order to, for you to like, yeah. Cause the other thing we have to do is pick well, a I think Chris, I, like, it, it, I like the idea of being a dangerous, intimidating fighter because it's, you know, the yeah. opposite of me mm-hmm. in real life, uh, <laughs> and I like I like the adjectives sa- uh, savage and vigorous. Yeah. So, um, yeah. cool. okay, that's cool. And it'll mule. Be good to have, <laughs> yeah, it'll be good to have yeah. a fighter. <laughs> yeah, can't hurt. <laughs> yeah, and I like in our uh, last campaign that our viewers may not yeah, know our about, secret campaign, our um, secret season, our secret the secret campaign. Yeah, I was I was. I felt sort of um, helpless in in battle situations because I, I I was a more mm-hmm. clerical thing. So I, I'm sort of I've been irking to be a, yeah. a fighter type. So I think all I'll right. Just cut so her. why don't we look at our crew types and then see if we can flesh that out, and then we can all build our characters or continue generating world stuff once we've picked it. Um, cool. So mm-hmm. our possible crew types are assassins, bravos, cult, hawkers, shadows, smugglers. Uh, any of those jump out just by name alone for those of you. Well, do you, do you maybe want to go over just for our listeners uh, yeah. a little bit, just just a really brief for summary sure. of each um, one? So assassins are all about, uh, you know, d- doing dirt in the dark. Um, you know, the your your garden variety murders that kind of good stuff. Um, and here, let me actually pull up the book summaries so I can get this absolutely right. <clears throat> Where Okay, so we've got assassins, professional murderers, death is your business. This means extra trouble from the spirit bells and vengeful ghosts. Be prepared. Um, Bravos, mercenaries and thugs. Some crews plot and scheme. Some crews sneak around. Some crews get entangled with the occult. You fight. The fist and the blade are all you need. Uh, So that's sort of generically thugs. 
Um, cult, acolytes of a forgotten god. You heard the secret voice calling in the darkness. You obeyed. You are its instrument, and the world shall bow before its glory or burn. Um, hawkers, vice dealers, all of uh, the enclave craves escape. They can't go outside, but they can turn to you. When you play Hawkers, you earn XP when you acquire new product supply, execute clandestine or covert sales, or secure new sales territory. Um, and then smugglers. Or no, shadows. Thieves and spies. Everyone wants something they can't have. That's where you come in. So that's burglary, espionage, robbery, and sabotage. Um, and then, finally, smugglers. When you play smugglers, you're going for smuggling operations and acquiring new clients or contraband sources. Illicit goods are the lifeblood of the Enclave, both for those who consume them and those who profit from their taxation and criminalization. Smugglers keep the city alive. So, to me, three of these stand out as um, really fitting really well into the sort of world we've created. Um, And to me, those are Hawkers, Shadows, and Smugglers. um, The last three. Mm -hmm. And the reason... I agree, and I've also gotten, and I think it's probably going to be one of those three. But I do have an off-the-wall pitch for cult. Just uh-huh. to put All right, what's your, what's your, <laughs> what's your pitch for cult? Gone through the others. <laughs> right. Well, my pitch for cult. What, what, what was that? Can you read the description you, you gave again for cult? I think it was something to the tune of "You have heard the call of a forgotten god," and so on and so forth. Uh, let me get this. You heard the secret voice calling in the darkness, and you obeyed. You are its instrument, and the world shall bow before its glory, or burn. That was it. That was it. The world shall bow before its glory. What if, like, we're the ones who want to topple the enclave and sort of break mm. down the borders, like, under, under, because of, like, the call of this god that we apparently follow? So just the hell with a glamour wall, let's take over the whole world let's let oh, not even necessarily like let's take over the world just like let's be heard let's yeah. not be trapped in here let's not be secret so we, let's we do have a, have a faction that or we have several factions that advocate for different yeah. forms of that well, which could, it could be fun yeah. to either nestle um, in with that or replace it um so yeah, by the way, I'm yeah. not I'm not saying this. It, I'm not even saying this as in like this is what I want to do. I'm just saying it yeah, as it an would idea. be cool. Uh, does sure. anyone have a pitch for one of the other three, Tom? You, that you suggested? Yeah. Uh, well, I I would actually like to make a quick pitch mm-hmm. for shadows. Um, I think that we've created some pretty strong factions um, who have like various ways that they and we also have a, have established a world where I feel like they're rather strict rules and norms that have been established over mm-hmm. time. Um, and I feel like the various factions uh, all want to break those rules in some, or, or break down those norms in, in some kind of way. And I think um, shadows are the group of people that are maybe paid or encouraged to do these illicit things that maybe break the rules, but it wouldn't have us beholden to any specific mm-hmm. faction. Like maybe we run jobs mm-hmm. for all the factions. Yeah, I don't know. I think that would be interesting. Yeah, shadows yeah, would be yeah. cool. Um, I really like the idea of the smugglers, just because that would give us some great opportunities to be kind of in and mm-hmm. out of the city, and you know, dealing with any of the factions we want. Or, yeah, yeah, that would be cool know, as well. Being on anybody's bad list, like we could be smuggling stuff for the government, or we could be smuggling the glamour. Yeah. Or, like smuggling people mm-hmm, yeah. in and out who want to leave. 
Yeah, I think it's unlikely that it would be for the government because we are like criminals. <laughs> that it, but some of the government usually. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think probably some of the yeah. some of the government, um, both on the human side and the magical side, is probably yeah. quite corrupt. Like dealing, mm-hmm. like I think maybe mm-hmm. part of the way you get influence in this city is, is through the smuggling trade. Yeah, yeah, they might tolerate our existence because we do mm-hmm. some stuff for them. Yeah, like fate backhand favors. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I think a good way to, I think a good way to like try and distinguish between what we want between hawkers, shadows, and smugglers would be to see if we want how we want ourselves as a crew to be defined, like because like the hawkers is straight up like dealers and mm-hmm. sellers of things. Like, mm. we don't, that doesn't necessarily have to be, like, what our mission is. Like, we can still do any kind of mission, no matter what crew we are. But that's, like, that's our business. That's what we do on the day-to-day. We sell yeah. things. Uh Whereas, like, Shadows is more, like, we steal things, whether that's information or, like, or whether we're, like, breaking, like, Saboteurs is on there as well. Like, whether that's, like, what we could mm-hmm. be breaking things. Like, I feel like the game is very much set up to lean into like the more shadow vibe and we're and and like smugglers obviously we're getting something from point a to point b without without anyone noticing like so like i think whichever we like whichever mm-hmm. one we picked mm-hmm. we could still do whatever we wanted but like i think it's how we want to define what we're doing on yeah. a day-to-day basis like what are we doing when we're yeah, not to doing me a as a gm i think hawkers for the setting are the least interesting um yeah it shakes things up the yeah. least, kind of. Like we, We're going to be here for a relatively limited time in terms of overall play. So we should go with something that lets mm-hmm. us do something big um, and tell like a complete story in which major things change. Um, yeah. For... Yeah, I'd be down for either smugglers or shadows. Yeah. I think, I think if you're wanting to go for something big, shadows might be better. Yeah. Yeah, shadows. Yeah. Shadows. Yeah, we could get into some conspiracy. Yeah, conspiracy. Seems shit, like it's going to be really yeah. good, and I, I think, I yeah, think that's the shadows. thing we're going to fall in love with here. Um, so let me make a character yeah. sheet for the crew. Well, shadows is probably the best one for like the combination of like sheets yeah. we've picked. <laughs> even even though we could make that fit into any of them, I think. I think I think Blades as a game is generally designed to like air towards shadows. So like I think it might just run both better if that's what we're yeah. doing. Alright. I'm creating the shadows. Um which is a character sheet in crew mode. Big shout out to whoever it is that made the Roll Twenty character sheets for the Blades in the Dark playset. They're oh, they're, they're a they're championship creation. Um and I don't know what championship, but yes. they've won it. Okay. <laughs> the shadows. Cool. So there's our crew sheet. Um. Nice. Great. So Tom, you've got half an hour, right? All right. So yep. do, do you think we can get through character creation and crew creation in that time, guys? Well, well I mean, I could I could at least do my. Yeah. Bit, so why don't we guess. do crew creation all together as a group, and then we'll do character creation uh, after we've done crew creation, just because we should all be here for crew stuff, even though we're supposed to do it the yeah, other way around. Yeah. When have we ever followed the rules of a game? <laughs> Every time we always do. Um, all right. So what's the name of the crew? Or uh, maybe we do that last. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, my uh, my RuneScape gang when I was in middle school was called the Shade Blades. The Shade Blades. Oh gosh. I can't use a name that good that's in bad. this context. We have to save that for something. Better, no, that's, that's... Uh, cool. So choose a crew type. The crew type determines the group's purpose, their special abilities, and how they advance. So you begin at tier zero with stronghold and zero rep, and you start with two coin. Uh, so someone fill in those details. Uh, I nominate Kara. Oh, uh, crew type. I've already got the crew type filled in, but if you wouldn't mind filling in tier zero, stronghold, zero rep, and two coin. Okay. So All uh, right. Um, and then our next step is to choose an initial reputation and lair. Choose how other underworld factions see you. Ambitious, brutal, daring, honorable, professional, savvy, subtle, and strange are your options. <laughs> I like the idea of being seen as strange within mm-hmm. this setting. Yeah. <laughs> like, even in the Enclave, people think we're right. fucking weirdos. I'm into it. <laughs> Although, like, that does come with... I think the way they use strange, it also is supposed to imply supernatural mm-hmm. stuff. Mm. So, I don't, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if that's something people want. I mean, I'm gonna be mm-hmm. a devil. Like, that's a thing I am gonna be. But ha- how... <laughs> How normal that is in this setting, I don't know yet. But that's well. My, but if I, but if you pick devil, strange as a crew so. type, then it's not normal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I want to be a lizard. That's fine. If yeah. That's possible. Like in the, you know, in the, I remember the first Spider-Man comic where the lizard appears um, as mm-hmm. a villain. Like he's got that disproportionate lizard strength, and he's just like he's brutally yeah. strong. He's like. Stronger than anything Spider-Man's ever faced. So okay. I want to be cool. I want to be that. You're type a big of strong lizard. lizard. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> a lizard yeah. with ads. All right. So sp- <laughs> <laughs> All right. AJ, there's a title that you no longer hold. Uh, you know. <laughs> <What's that>? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I totally AJ, the, the, I, yeah. <laughs> don't it, worry about we'll, it. We'll don't discuss off mic. Um, Lonnie, delete this. Um, <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so strange is the one you're going with. Sounds like strange. Cool. Uh, establish. Turn and face the strange. Ch changes. Turn and face the strange. Ch changes. Establish your hunting grounds. Look at. Lonnie, delete this. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the map and pick a district in which to place your hunting grounds. Decide how to deal with the faction that claims that area. Um, That one... That one's a little bit of a trick because we don't actually have those details filled in yet. Um, So maybe we'll come back to that one. Mm. Someone mark step three. I'll I'll mark the step three. Someone needs to get done. Um, Or maybe maybe we should jump now that we've picked our initial reputation. Let's do lair and then let's go to our individual characters. Uh... Okay, cool. okay. Right. <clears throat> okay, so a rep is strange, right? Yes. 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 Okay. Alright. Where's your lair? It can be anywhere on this map. Hmm. Uh, can there be, like, a dungeon in the castle? No, that's Well, stupid. I mean, there is, no. but... 
Well, there, there oh, are dungeons sure. in, in the and, castle. That's, that's but where also, the prison but is. But also the one in Castle <laughs> Harbor. The, the, the one in Castle Harbor prison. also has a dungeon. But, uh, uh, maybe, um... So our, there's something checked off for the Lair for Shadows, like, automatically, which is yes. that it's hidden. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, do you think, like, okay, so this is, this is just off, off the mm-hmm. bat idea, um, but can there be, like, an underwater entrance? I know that's, like, a little bit much, but, like. Oh, no, that's good. Yeah, that like. good, but, like, how would we all get, on? how would we all do yeah. it? Is My character thing? could, but yours I mean, probably you're, could. Yeah. You could just. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe it's, like, um. Mm, I can't swim, so it's hard to roleplay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe there's like a vessel. I don't know mm. that allows you to. No, because yeah. that's a separate mechanical thing. Like we actually have, like you can get vehicles and and stuff like that in this. So like that would be a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So well, I think maybe the here, here's my thought is that the actual secret lair itself. Mm-hmm. Right is in an undisclosed uh, location in Crescent Harbor. You mean, you mean um, like, but like underwater in Crescent Harbor? Uh. Yes, um, but because because it's hidden. But there's maybe an entrance somewhere which is just a like a manhole cover that leads or to a tunnel. What what if it's what if it's one of that we've talked about? Like people sort of. Borrowing out of the sides of like um, out of subways and that. What if like there's a subway station that we can go to where like oh and it's got we, a magical uh, entrance. We, oh yeah, oh, it's just we yeah. could, there's like a tunnel system that we can go down and it's like it, you know it's it's one that people don't know mm-hmm. about because people don't live there generally mm-hmm. and we just sort of it, it's mm-hmm. so we're essentially just like going from yeah. a hidden place I in a subway station. Risking if- being too much like Harry Potter, it, what if there's, like, you know, in Boston we have the green line, the red line, the blue there, line. What if there's, like... I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I lost you. Sorry, I know you're not from Boston, no, like, but we have audio. different colors of trains. No, you dropped that. <laughs> no, you couldn't. <laughs> you know what a green line is. So, in Boston we have, like, the blue line, the red line, the green line, and they all go to sort of different places in the city. So, maybe we have that, like, we have, like, civilian lines on the metro system, but then there's one, like, secret one. That goes to our lair. No, no. So here, no, so because we're just uh, uh, you need to yeah. be yeah. in a district uh, mechanically. Because being in a district means you're forcing okay, someone okay. else out yeah. in order to have that, in order to build out that space. Um, uh, I have okay. an idea that kind of builds off of something mm-hmm. that AJ said earlier. What if the entrance above ground is a liminal Ooh. space? Yeah, mm-hmm. that connects to like. This one, it looks, I really hate to say this, but it looks like how the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles layer looks. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you mean a sewer? I need to refresh my memory, unfortunately. Let's have a- it's like an abandoned train yeah. station. Okay, here's, here's what I'm thinking. There's a train station in, uh, in the cauldron. It's probably, like, here. This is the place where, like, tourists get off the train in order to, like, go into the Enclave. You know, if you're if you're going in for a day at the Enclave, you're going to get off the train mm. right here. Well, that train station has like a little access tunnel that goes. Um, it's you know what? There's a there's like a service a service building for that train station right in this like cluster over here. And I'll bet that your lair is probably in like an 
unused service area for the train station. Because like we talked about, the trains never break down in Crescent City. Mm-hmm. So your so your whole service area is pretty much just occupied. So you probably just have like this building right here. You're, you've got a layer that's built into the train station there. But is it hidden, really? How is that? Like, I, I don't really it see is, how it's that's like, a like hidden in plain sight. Like, it's a space that no one ever goes into. So why would anyone care to, to acknowledge that it's there? But maybe, uh, yeah, but you're right. Maybe that might sure, not be hidden enough. Be, it can't just be, it can't just be hidden from Crescent City. It's got to be hidden yeah. within Old Crescent as well. So like, no, no one from Old Crescent no. would ever go into the access, the like special access maintenance area of this train station because it's the, it's the human's job to deal with the trains. But also none of the humans ever go in there because it's, because the train never breaks down. Um. Yeah, or or maybe it's just yeah, it looks like a train maintenance building and that's not mm-hmm. but it's really not and that's not ever somewhere anyone would go. So it's like But yeah, it could know. also just be like you walk off the platform and down a little tunnel and then take a right and then you're in this like this very uh like this this space, just an unfinished space that probably is na- almost naturally occurring. Um and there you are. So you, you like you're walking into the subway station normally. You walk off the platform, and then suddenly there you are. Um, but I don't. Just just an idea. I uh, I am good with whatever, mm. as long as it is in a district and and forcing and you know has a location on this map. What well, does it? Just to I I can never remember. Does it like does where you learn? How, where your lair is from has your, to be different. It from often is different is, from your hunting or? grounds. Yes. Um, okay. So wait, is there a mechanical reason? Uh, for I think that, it's just helpful just, to have a place that's, that's not where you cool. usually work that you can hide out in. Um, yeah. So slightly, slightly different idea. Um, so what if the section where? Uh, so like I, I, the the issue I have with the sort of like train platform thing is it it like both does and doesn't have to do with trains. Um, but the, what if we had sort of like a speakeasy type of situation, um, mm. where there's sort of like a, a bar maybe in the, in the cauldron, that's just like a normal bar, just like standard. But like, if you go like way upstairs, um, you know, and like maybe knock three times on, on some panel, like someone will, pull back a curtain and it will be just their eyes and then you have to give them like a password or something. I like think that that, that definitely like, exists. I don't think it's your lair because your lair should be your lair and it shouldn't rely on like someone else to get you in. Um, well, maybe the person who gets us in is like one of us, yeah. you know, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So why don't we start from a um, high level? Which district should the lair be in of the four slash five options available? Cauldron, um, yeah, I like yeah, the cauldron. It seems like we get away with the most shit in there. No, but my concern is if if our hunting ground is different, then we wouldn't be doing jobs in the cauldron, yeah. generally. Well, if we're spies and saboteurs, we probably aren't spying on the regular population. Yeah, I think that actually makes sense. Yeah. Like the government or yeah. university yeah. or gardens. Yeah, that's good. I like that as well, then, because then that's sort of like if the cauldron's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I like it. Yeah, okay. Cauldron, cauldron. cauldron. Can I yeah. pitch something? Sure. <laughs> this is just because of something that Art said after I told them I wanted to be a devil. Uh-huh. <laughs> can, can the lair be on this crossroads? <laughs> 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 
Wait, which one? Uh, this one. This is the only like there's full one, no, sided one over here as well. Seen on the map, um, so. Oh, is that okay? Yeah, that's not really a crossroads. Yeah, you're right. It's not a great crossroads. Um, this was like the closest I could see yeah. to like a classic. Like, I think this is the closest. Um, yeah. Ooh, yeah, but that's I think in the gardens, um, or it's close enough to the gardens. Um, what about here? This is a crossroads. This is a Robert Johnson ass crossroads. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a crossroads for sure. All right, yeah, yeah that's cool. Good. Your lair is. At the crossroads, how is it hidden? What happened? Uh, great deal yeah, of trouble it, it, with this one. This is a great little bit of fictional mm. moment, a uh, little fictional moment that we want to make sure we get right. So, putting the effort in is good. Hmm. We could just go for like the classic mm-hmm. sewer Like we're just we're literally under the crossroads. Yeah. Like <laughs> we could. Yeah. If it could also be magical in some way, you know, we we can play a little fast and loose with that mechanically as far as how it's hidden um like maybe it literally is you stand at the crossroads and then suddenly you're in the lair um oh i kind of like that what if it's like almost a portal thing where we have like coins or something mm-hmm. And when we step there, and we stand there, and we say something, it yeah, you, just you drop a coin on the ground at uh, on the ground at the crossroads, and you're in. Not not like a real coin, but like a particular coin. Oh, I've got I've got an idea. You know, we said like no, re- like mobiles and internet are kind of like yeah, from or like okay, like that's a bad thing because mm-hmm. contact with the outside world. What if Old mm. Crescent has like a local area network mm-hmm. of payphones? Mm-hmm. So like, so, so like this coin is literally oh. like we can go. It's it's one of those things where like we go into like the phone box, put in one of our coins, and it, and then like, and then we and then the phone box just like yes. is away you into put the in a, lair, yeah, like and that. then like the yeah. coin comes out yeah, on the yeah, other yeah. side. Yeah, that's perfect. I like it. Yeah. So where is the lair though? Right. So that's here. the entrance. Yeah. Below the crossroads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's below. Okay. Yeah. I love yeah, it. Yeah. So like I think like you go through. You go through. And then it's just like, mm-hmm. um, just yeah. So down, each of you maybe ha- yeah. can I, can our lair like be sort of in character? Can it be sort of like a natural space, like rather than um, like a cave? Yeah, like mm-hmm. almost like a cave, or 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 maybe just like carved yeah. from I like, stone. I like the idea that it's like um, hewn out of the stone, but then you've built in some like wooden fixtures. Like here's a an actual room with a yeah. bed and maybe a nice curtain or something. Um, yeah, I like that too. It's like sort of a modified yeah. natural place. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Like when you go into one of the mines in Skyrim and they've mm. just got, <laughs> and they've got and it's like a big wide open cavern, but then there's also just this room and like you can see where they've like built the floor up and there's walls there. Yeah. But then sometimes mm-hmm. the wall isn't there and it's just the space and yeah. rock. Sort of like the the dwarf city in in Skyrim for sure. Like the, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's way more. All right. Okay, so like actual like stone carving and stuff. Yeah. Well, well, some carving, but some places that are just like natural for sure. Yeah. Well, combination of the two. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let me grab a token to represent the location of your lair. Um. Here we go. Um. A little bit on the big side, but it'll work. Um. Let's see if I can't shrink that down a little. I can't. 
Thank you, Roll20. Yeah. All right. Um, Excellent service. Yeah. Couldn't do it without you. Oh, here we go. <laughs> There's a way. Nailed it. Oh, so tiny. It's itty bitty. Uh, and this is Lair. It's a very itty bitty. All right. Little bitty phone boat. If you scroll, if you zoom in real close, you can see that there are little doors, which is fun, like a little door on top. Um, <laughs> yes. In fact, in. you can't zoom in far enough yeah. to see yeah. them, really. Um, all right, cool. There, there's oh our lair. God, it is a phone booth where you put in a special coin and then you drop down into the into the actual space. W- let's not worry about why you have that because it's, it's insane. I, I think uh, is it like is it like classic like like revolving bookshelf type thing of like we put the coin in and then the phone books like the inside of the phone box just mm-hmm. sort of turns around so that it's so it's like an so then we just like put the phone back down yeah our coin comes I, out i think that's in. probably a good vision visual for it um but yeah you get your coin back it's the important it's not a, it's not like a gameplay mechanical coin that you have to pay yeah 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 all right great we got our lair 